Warning, please do not be offended by any content from this audio transmission. The hosts and guests are not professionals in any field of scientific, mathematic, or any other educated background. We will get facts wrong, divulge too much information, awkwardly approach subjects, and make fools of ourselves. Enjoy the show. You're going to shit yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice IROC, bro. I, yeah, for real. It wasn't IROC, but I did have teeth. <laughs> you just paint marked IROC on the side of it. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend said, uh, make sure you don't shit yourself when you go up to the mountains. <laughs> we were like, we're going to start doing reads for random shit until we get cease and desist or Yeah, right, yeah. You know I mean, part of being a higher being is that, like, you realize, like, you're definitely not supposed to shank your neighbor. It's the Wu-Tang Clan of Podcasts. You're now listening to Shit Get Deep. From the western basin of Lake Erie, we bring to you an elaborate mess of drunken shit talk, ingenious bad ideas, and offensive subject matter. We proudly present to you Shit. Oh, yeah. What is happening? Party motherfucking people. Party people. Party people. Ah. What is good, party people? Shit gets deep in the house. That's what's good. Yes, sir. Buddy. What up, James? Yo, how's it hanging? Got James in here with his... Young Jamesy? His, uh... What are them sun, sun shades called? Those must be the hater blockers. Yeah, them, them <laughs> macho man Randy Savages. Definitely blue Woo! blockers. <laughs> That's Flair, Ric Flair. They're, no, de- they're, de- they're definitely blue blockers. I'll, I know that for sure. I'll tell you what. Yeah, uh, yeah. New seat, new me. There you go. <laughs> new and new. It, it feels good having you on the side of the table, man. Yeah, we can team up against Beaker now. Tyner's always over there on his lonesome, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. He needs some love over there too, James. Every now and again. Um, I'm good at loving. Oh, yeah, baby. So, <laughs> shit gets deep in the house. Back again for another episode in Studio B, which is under goddamn transformation still. Yeah. It's a it's fucking never-ending project. I dig it. One day, it'll be complete. It's beautiful. And then... I've always loved it. And then I... Start another project. <laughs> yep. That's how it goes. Or you could start another one in the middle of this one. Well, I'm pretty good at that shit too, man. Uh but yeah. <coughs> Shigasdeep.com 510 shit 510 get deep. Get not shit is deep. 510 get deep. You can text, voicemail us, do whatever you want to do, leave us some hate, love, titty pics, whatever you want. Ooh. Yeah. I'm I'm I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna show up. It's gonna show up. We're gonna. We're. You know what? It's gonna make it on here somehow. Yep. We'll either end up talking about it or play a clip of it or whatever. Male titties, girl titties. Oh man, large kind, small kind. You're swinging for the fences whatever, right off man. the bat, aren't you? We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> we don't discriminate here. Goodness gracious. So yes. Um. What you else know, we got? Time? You know what? I'm bet you it's gonna just be Steven Tyler titties that show up for you. <laughs> Of so course, it's gonna be it's gonna be his bare chest <laughs> through a, through a deep V spandex onesie yeah. outfit with his big old mouth hanging open. Yep. Good lord, thank you for that. And a bunch of handkerchiefs. Yeah, <laughs> some kerchiefs just like a pirate. Yes, sir. Tattered everywhere. <laughs> yep. Those are the tits you're gonna get sent. Oh, can't wait, can't wait. So favorite, it's your favorite. What else we got? We got anything else? Um, I mean. I slam tracks like quarterback sacks from LT. There you go. Lawrence Taylor, y'all. That's right. Five, y'all six. Remember the uh, old school footballery. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I don't got much else. Not too much. Nothing to announce. Nothing cool. I don't think so, man. Just it's been a breaking news. Uh, it's been a, a very breaking news, unbreaking newsy kind of time. I don't know. Oh man, I can't talk about the breaking news that's going on right now. It's just gonna get me upset. Okay, so. <laughs> you talking about actual news? Like yeah, yeah, like oh, real no. life. Yeah, I was no, just talking don't. about maybe for you, for us, whatever. No, no, I just, nothing. I'm not into the real. Yeah, news. you don't need to. Yeah, you don't need. To, we don't need to venture into that territory. That's just gonna bring everybody down. Nope, nope. Uh, for me, just uh, working on. Uh, getting a studio desk figured out. Keeping on, keeping on. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, you man, got a blueprint just... drawn up for it. Cause yeah, I, I heard your idea. I wasn't positive. Yeah, yeah. If you had like materials ordered type thing or yeah, yep. <clears throat> okay, all good, man. Yep, materials are on their way, and uh, yeah, it's good to hear. My plan is before Christmas to have everything complete. Yeah, and up and fully running and transferred over to. Dude, you should make a Christmas song. Ho, 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 motherfuckers. <laughs> Drop it just in don't, time. Don't yeah. tempt me with a good time. No, that's right. <laughs> First project is a is a, a holiday project. Hey, someone's got to take yeah. Mariah Carey down. I'm telling you. <laughs> Aim for the stars. Hell yeah. Uh, what do we got for commercials? Commercials today, we are first off not brought to you by, but we want to give a shout out to Homage. For this dope-ass t-shirt. Boom. Dude, I've been eyeing this thing up for a while, and I bought it myself because I liked it so much. We definitely did not get a a technical sponsorship there, but I wanted to tell them that their shirt is freaking dope, dude. Material, everything, it's the best, and I've been eyeing up this Doc Ellis shirt for a while now. It looks comfy, and it's got the little embroidered H on there. It's a beauty. Beautiful. It's a uh, MLB, uh, MLB... Product, official product. Oh, no shit. Yeah, man. Interesting. So, yep. Hmm. Uh, so, I want to give that a shout out. We are also sponsored by Vitamins in general. All of them. <laughs> Vitamin A, B, C. Get some K. Definitely get some D. Hey, make sure you're using them fat-soluble ones correctly, That's though. That's right. You could take some take some shit that gets them in your bloodstream a little better and you don't piss them all out. I don't even know what the heck it's called, but it starts with a Q. Take some of that along with it. Also, L-Lysine, folks. Get on that shit. Get on that train. Make it a daily. Throw it in with your vitamin C. Uh, mm-hmm. Zinc. Get you some... some magnesium for good magnesium. sleep. B12. Exactly. <laughs> get some combo ones. Get some ZMA. It's got that B3 involved. Oh, shit. So take also, take up some salt baths. <laughs> Add that to your schedule. <laughs> what, a, what a sponsor Yep, they're spo- sponsored by all of them So go so go get yourself some vitamins in the vitamin aisle And for our UK listeners Vitamins Vitamins That's right. right Go get them, y'all You heard it here first And of course, we're brought to you by That's Lux. the breaking news right there okay. Go vitamins. get the vitamins Yeah Just vitamins, Take period. your vitamins, y'all <laughs> Don't talk about it Be Finish about it off it. with the Fred Flintstone just for taste Yo, dude, that's bringing it back Know what I mean? <laughs> Chalky Okay, and then, of course, Delightful. we're brought to you by Luxby Day. Go get yourself that Neo 120. It's Amazon's top choice. Damn it, Joshua gives it seven stars. You can get on their website and put in the, the code LUXALLY80 and get yourself 10% off and free shipping anywhere in the United States. And guess what? You can get yourself a Neo 120 for like right around 35 bucks. Ship to your front door. I know. That is the biggest bargain got going. 
Lux Bidet gets on those lists of top bidets, and they take like six out of the top ten out of all of them because they're the king, bro. It, were, were you the one that sent me the iced tea <clears throat> fucking commercial? I did. I did. <laughs> Shout out to Lux Bidet because you're killing it on Instagram. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. Yep, I loved it. And um, he yeah, said, they got new. He said, watch out. Make sure you're washing the ass because you'll nasty's got all them butt crumbs and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, dude. Fucking iced tea. What What was that? Where'd you find that at? It's on Just on Instagram. We'll have to share it or something. I'm on it or right something. Here. Yep. Hell so, yeah. November 6th. Yep. So, Lux Bidet, shout outs to Lux Bidet. Um, <laughs> use that promo code, get yourself 10% off. Uh, whether it's the Neo 120, the 185 with the front wash for the ladies, the Cratchuzzi. You can get yourself the Slightly Bougie E350 or the Rolls Royce Choice, the Bentley of Bidets, the E850 with the heated wash, the heated spray, yeah. the heated seat, the heated blow dryer. <laughs> How's that crotch Uzi doing for you, James? Uh, it's doing pretty good for me. I think I'm about the only one to use it, though. Yeah, well, still the old lady they still can't convert. No? I I just I don't know if she's been uh, gnarly enough to try it yet, and she's she hasn't out. dabbled yet, huh? No, I'll Man. tell you that thing's been uh, she's not start... very adventurous, is she? It's been a godsend, <laughs> been a godsend uh, for me, though. <laughs> clean butthole. Uh, <laughs> I so I, I've gone on this rant so many times. I'm not even going to do it. Yep. That yep. being said. Go get yourself a Luxby Day and live that Luxby Day life. Yeah, we go on that rant literally every episode. Yeah. I do have to ask, yeah. though. So that, was it the 885? The 850. 850. Mm-hmm. It's got the wand on the side that attaches to the toilet, right? The buck on. I'm just Oh, the, no, like the butt washer. It's almost like, like the, the shower head shower that head comes motherfucking off. motherfucking thing. That, they sell them separately, though. You can just buy the fucking... Because I was checking that. That looks pretty yeah. Yeah. next level. Yeah. No, I'm cool. I'll just use the one that I don't have to touch. Yeah, you just twist the knob. Yeah, yeah. Get you. I'm good. So yeah. I don't need to be... Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yep. So... I'm good with the, what, what the 120 does. So, so, yes, so. So... Here we go. Here we go. We talked about doing music stuff. We have talked about doing music stuff. We're doing music stuff. Are we going to do song versus song? No. No. We're going to do some some most influentials of music, period. Are we going to do song versus song coming up? We we will, yeah. I want to propose one of the first ones. Tyner's going to propose to me. All right, here we go. Because I I I did it. Um, today on accident, it just was a shuffle. Okay, came back to back, and I feel like we should come up with like three and have people vote or something. See what we get the most. This one you're gonna almost have to go with because it's as relevant as it could be to anything else because we recently talked about it. Yeah, back to back on shuffle today came a warning by Biggie. Okay, followed by California Love. We already did this pretty much though. Yeah, but that's the thing. We're not going anything about that. We're going song for yeah. song. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. Because you said we were going to do some episodes yeah. where we do the break them down back to back. We could play a clip of it as we, you know, and then say, you know, yeah. use that as a... Maybe if we don't get sued for it <laughs> yeah. first. But. No, no, no. But I, I think you I think you can play like a certain a certain amount like of five something. five seconds. Well, whatever it is. Like you can use, we can use that as an example of what we're talking about. Yeah, I got to look into that. Whatever we need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that being said, we don't even have to necessarily do that. But it would more be we're arguing the finer points of each of those in a in a song versus song battle. Yeah, and it's basically like 
even okay. How about this? Even if one of them you can't choose, five one zero get deep, folks. Yeah, you, start shooting your fucking suggestions. Yeah, in. yeah. Give, yeah. Us, give us some songs to put up against each other because yeah. we were talking about doing um, songs know, and artists. In all honesty, I would want to go songs. I would want to make it very. I mean, specific. That's, that's more finely detailed. Do you know what I mean? Because I want to use literally like you know this versus that if you're using artist versus artist we can break down anything there that they've ever done it's too broad a category i, I feel like songs can be the same way though in all honesty man like no way man it's it's this know. one or this yeah, but one what about like one hit one and you're you're it doesn't matter that one hit wonder could take down every song you've ever heard possibly <laughs> God, I'm yeah I, I if you get, get somebody get to it. argue with the, the the proper way i might have to argue something that i don't agree with because what if it's like a song that you are arguing the one side of it. But I love that too. I might have to try to come up with reasons for my song to beat your song in the debate back yeah. and forth. Yeah, the great. And debate. Then we'll choose. We'll choose a winner by who argues it better. So we're just gonna argue. No, it's not like <laughs> arguing. fuck you, bitch. <laughs> this is incorrect. No, you got. You, like we, we'll need a you gotta use. Too. You gotta use <laughs> portions of the song to make your points. You gotta like say, look, look at, listen to this fucking particular part, and be right, like, you right. can't fuck with that. You know what right. I mean? Like, so yeah, everybody's man. a critic. So I want to put that one out there because that was literally came back to back, and I was like, those are two songs from the almost exact same, probably almost the exact same year. Yeah, you know what I mean, like absolutely. Um, and I was like, bro, that's it. Well, even if it's not that, but either, anything off of those two albums would be cool to put together. I just thought those ones matched up well against each other. Yeah, I like it, man. Yeah, we so, can we can do that. Keep that in mind. Yeah. So the point of this story today is just, best ofs. It's the best of most influential, most influential um, artists. Producers, um, I mean, across the board. Yeah, I got one right off the bat that I don't even like as much anymore. Okay, but I've been, I mean, obviously they're, it's a, it's a Mount Rushmore band that came with the British Invasion. I think is what it's called. Okay, the Stones, the Rolling Stones. Well, well yeah, Rolling I mean, Stones. Yeah, I don't. But I don't... I've been liking them less and less lately. Interesting. I don't know, uh... As people, but their music is so great that. The 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 one I had, you know, I did not like the Rolling Stones back in the day. I okay. think it was purely just on their like logo. When you were a I kid, I thought it was fucking cheese ball of shit. All right, yeah. Well, when we were little, so I, that's all you would. So see I instantly the, judged it yeah. beyond all the moms that. Had I was them on their t-shirts. <laughs> I was punk rocker. I was, you know, what I'm saying, I'm like, what the fuck is this stupid shit? Yeah. You don't like the talk out of here, yeah. <laughs> but then, like, literally, this is probably within the last five years. Like a song comes on, I'm like. Man, I like this song. I need to download this or add it to whatever, you know. Oh, you don't I'm like, oh, know. that's the fucking Rolling Stones? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, literally, for like a year straight, I kept, like, boom, 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 boom down the fucking block. Yeah, I'm like, God more. damn, I like the Rolling Stones, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the no thing doubt. is, like, when you have that many hits, yeah. you're good. It's your 10% rule. All day. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, yep. 10% of them are going to be hit you somehow. And Make you enjoy it, like at least tap your foot to it. You know what I mean. Literally, most of them that have had radio play, I actually enjoy. Now, okay, so it, it I kind of fucking yeah, Benjamin you come Button. back around though. You know <laughs> what I mean? I was never big on like, you know, like ACDC as a little kid. Everybody loved it, and you saw the logo everywhere, and you know all that. And I was just like, you know what? Right. It's, I don't know. It's it it's never hit me until to I got older, and it wasn't 
really, you know, like, I guess it was the fact that you heard it so much and it was just every single. And it sounds like so distinct. Dude, yeah. the radio destroyed that fucking band. That's, I guess that's kind of it, though. A lot of them just get, you know, played the down fuck out. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. But if you don't hear them for Hey, James, a twist years, your mic. You're talking in the side of it. No, I'm talking in the knee. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I just seen your Okay. It looks sideways. specifically set up. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I had to turn your mic up a little bit. Oh, my bad. You weren't with us on it. So well, here I I'm going to I'm gonna end up showing my ass a little bit here. Oh. Because. <laughs> uh, because Good thing we're on video. Come check it out. Oh, yeah. We, we're on YouTube, too, check folks. Check out so there. That's right. Ass. <laughs> but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up showing my ass a little bit here just because of my musical tastes like and preferences. Or I guess maybe the way I think about it. Um, like, well, can we throw out the, uh, the starter or the, I guess the ground rules that everybody comes up in a different era. They have sort of an idea of what they like and what they don't like. There's a, yeah, but this like, okay. So I always say my musical tastes like a choir and it's, this is a, like a meme type of shit. I'm sure I saw it in a meme, but it said my personal tastes range from, you know, Hey, you've got to hear this to please don't judge me. Oh, dude, all and, day. I mean, well, dude, yeah. I I grew up. My grandfather and grandmother listened to fucking classical yeah. and like waltzes, well, like German bro, waltzes. And well, shit. can I give you that what my first one is then, right now? My first one that I put on my list was the Gershwin Brothers. Gershwin's on my list, dude. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't even the know. both of them, <laughs> the both of them. Look at yeah, that, folks. totally. Yeah. Because you're with me, and that that's why I say, and then. I'm, you know, I'm a music nerd in a way, I guess, because I like, you know, grew up taking piano lessons and playing violin and, you know what I yeah, mean? Well, I came from, that's came the thing. from if music. You, if you've been taught instruments in your lifetime, yeah. you've heard of or, Gershwin you know, or you've played all that stuff at the, some point. The instruments, you know. I've heard of Gretchen. Yeah. The, <laughs> Gretch? Oh, Gretch. Gretch, you're thinking of the drums? I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of the Prime Minister of Michigan. Oh. <laughs> oh prime the, prime, the Prime Minister. Yeah. The head bitch in charge. The head bitch. So I will take uh, George Gershwin off my list, Tyler. Oh. And Ira. Oh, we're supposed take to Take George and Ira. Here? I'm saying the brothers. Hey, I don't, yeah, I'm not familiar with, with, uh, with I, him and Ira co wrote everything. Oh, no shit. So, okay. yeah, like, I think Ira did so a lot. So why does of, George get all the fucking notoriety then? Well, first He's off, he guy. died young. Right, um, right. I knew that he died young. Second, um, he wrote the music, and I think Ira was more of a lyricist. He lived to like what thirty eight or something, something like that. Because they were doing like a lot of like fucking, uh, even like movie, so- like soundtracks like, dude, for what it was back then type well, shit. Like that's wrote, at the end of their career. Opera, but yeah, but yeah, you're right. Like when they started doing uh, getting things from you know different, you know, come right this the you know the soundtrack to this kind of right right or whatever for the but early were, early movies i mean they were stuff. coming from broadway anyways so broadway like, yeah you know it will always but here's the deal the reason i picked that is i mean if you just want to go ahead and say and put it on the only thing only one of their things you can take porgy and bess and take specifically summertime from porgy and bess Dude, yeah and you can literally draw was that the original where Summertime originally stemmed from? It's from Porgy and Bess, yes. Is it? Yes, okay. they wrote that. Interesting. And, um, so there's an awesome version of it with uh, 
I think Ella Fitzgerald. Ella does and, one. Yep. Billy Holiday does one. Billy does a great one. Yeah, dude. Well, and you know what? They're on my list. I know, dude. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But my but my my thing is this, is that you can take that from there to sublime doing doing time. Oh, yeah. Which is, dude. like most people just, a, they have no idea that that comes from somewhere else. And then there's that, and then there's there's one or two other versions of that that are different genres. Like it's oh yeah, it's dude. crazy, dude. That song has run throughout, and dude, been a Miles Davis did a fucking redo of that song. And yeah, it's fucking well, dope tons of people shit. have done it, but if you think of like yeah. it has different incarnations where it's been uh, like it went from genres. Yeah, went yeah. from that era to like you know big band swing type oh, yeah. of era. Nah, maybe it was a little before it, but going from there to, you know, being done in the 50s and 60s, like a couple, you know, decades later as being, it turns into kind of a standard. I didn't know who originally fucking wrote that, in all honesty. Yeah, that came from Porgy and Bass. That's fucking wild, because, like, literally, there's a fucking wide swath of fucking musicians that, like, that song's probably been redone But it's been, like, also, it's been, like... It's been do- redone, and the redone one has been sampled into another song. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, it, like, do you know what I mean? The the beat from this has been used. And then you've got Summertime by fucking Will Smith, where right. it's not... It's What's weird is it's cool in the gang behind it. Do you know what I'm saying? But... I don't, I don't think that one's the same. No, but if you think about it, Summertime is, like, the, Just the, the theme. theme. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And that you're no, there is no, I don't think musical through line, I wouldn't say, but it's it's still that you know what I mean? Like it's almost like echoed throughout. And that's okay. one song of theirs. They did also did American in Paris and all sorts of, you hmm. know, like yeah. they did songs that ended up becoming like standards. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And that very much um influenced and continues to influence music till this day. Look, if you can make an impact on just by making a song and people redoing it for years, yeah. Just imagine if like one person redid your song, let Dude, alone like. How about okay? How about the fact that George Gershwin did Rhapsody in Blue, and if you are anywhere in the age group of us, um, I mean, I probably went well past us, but definitely all the way through. That was literally Delta Airlines' song. Oh no, shit! Yeah, I never they, paid attention. You know, Rhapsody in Blue. I never. It'd I'd, be like that. It would be. Their, I don't fly Delta, so. No, I'm saying like as a kid, <laughs> that was a commercial on TV that you would just like kind of. Oh, come along okay. To. Do you know what I mean? Like that. And I never paid any attention. <clears> you noticed it. What's it sound like? Rhapsody in Blue. La da 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 da. It's. And it's like. It's like come fly the friendly skies, but it's like it's orchestral. You know what I mean? It's it starts out with a clarinet solo. You're saying as soon as you hear it, you'll recognize. Yeah, if you heard it immediately, you would know the song. Do you know what I mean? I keep thinking of it's close. You know, that's like way off. Way off. Because actually, I mean, it's kind of like it's not October anymore. Swing jazzy, even though it's an orchestra. Swing beat. Yeah, it's it's really kind of loose jazzy. I have it in my head. I uh, 
It's dude. Yeah. It's like a sixteen minute long. I'm not song. gonna fucking hum it though. <laughs> no, I did a pretty damn good job of it. If you actually listened to it, I think. <laughs> nope. We should do a side by side. Tyner versus Beaker. <laughs> Tyner versus Gershwin. Oh yeah. <laughs> we could remake it and have everybody I got vote. It pulled up right here. If that's um, what you're looking for. Yeah, play it. Okay. Well, I don't know how loud I can make it to where it'll pick up on the mic. Just play a couple bars of it. Is no, I don't know if it'll pick up on the mic. If it's oh, uh, you're not going to get anything out of that. You don't think so? I think your audio's coming through the board here. Let's well, let's not worry about it. If people are that concerned, gotta love commercials. Love yeah, them. if people are that concerned, they can look the shit up. Look, there's going to be a lot of shit for people to look up if if they're interested in. Yeah, you know, learning about some shit that they never heard of, or referencing some stuff, or. Um, pull it back. You just know what's really great? When you, know? you finally listen to this, you're going to just remember a Delta commercial on TV. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Delta, Interesting. since the last time we hung out, uh, we got our cards. So we're building those miles, baby, again. free flights. Oh, shit. There you Ooh. go. Frequent to, flying, baby. You're going to see me all over the country. <laughs> nice. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, so who you got? We got on your list. I know I Dude, said I touched on a couple. My list is fucking ginormous. I, I mine's got a lot on it. So, um, am I not cool because I don't have a list? Well, he told me. Well, to I'll, I'll throw some I'll throw this one out there right now because um, you kind of touched on it a little bit with what you're just talking about. Uh, so this dude was like the fucking the dude. That invented sampling. The man. Pierre Shafir. Shafir Schaefer. Shafir. I don't know. Shafir. Pierre Shafir. Got is it got a little like a little squiggly over any of the letters on it? Not on my handwriting in here. Okay. (laughs) Schaefer or Shafir? That's Schaefer. So the dude he went to like broadcasting school. He went to all these different through all these different things. He was like a futurist kind of person, like very modern techie. Yes. Like this is back in the forties. Okay. And he basically created sampling. Okay. Out of nowhere. Like, and then he started to get into using the samples and manipulating them. Yeah. Putting like analog filters on them and doing all kinds of things. Electron electrically and electronically right. to the sounds. And then like making compositions of that sh- like he was making his own fucking sample mixtapes back right. in the 50s 40s right which is fucking wild but he was the first one to figure it out using reel to reel machines and yeah. all that stuff and just basically manipulating the audio that he was getting like he was just recording people he was playing the he was recording cut. like a bunch of weird fucking like walking down the street just have a microphone out sci-fi <laughs> kind of shit well nothing was mobile back then at all but yeah okay yeah, but yeah. No, you would have to have a setup. Yeah, like know? I said, he was working off big reel to reels and shit, and yeah, probably cutting tapes and yeah, like splicing stuff. Together. Yeah, man. Yeah. So Is that the original chopped and screwed. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, I mean, so that like brought forth like like DJ Shadow, right? He is as sample driven as it gets when it comes to a producer. Which, by the way, he's actually on my list too for Shadow, one of the most influential people that have like embraced the technology yeah for producing but so yeah this this dude he uh it was actually him and another pierre like, what the fuck was his name pierre henry um is it henry or henry, henry. <laughs> uh 
Yeah, so basically they were the the dudes that fucking made electronic music possible for the right. most part, which is pretty wild. Well, it's got to get kicked in that direction somehow. Because think about it. Think how much music wouldn't have been here without them that forefathering. In particular. How about the this? technology how many, and the... How many genres? Just the idea. Of oh, yeah, dude. Like music. complete off branches of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Uh, like everything nowadays... Sure. I mean, you're you're hard pressed to find even a band that doesn't have something electronic in it or something well, sampled def- or something. Yeah. But for the most part, we're we're looking on like the electronic spectrum, the hip hop spectrum. Sure. Everything you know that uses drum machines. I mean, even synthesizers, every, every samplers, synthesizers, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. All would come from. No, I guess synths could have been produced like. By manipulating sonically stuff, but synths were actually made out of electronics originally. I mean, that was a but them figuring out that you can make it into a musical instrument took a fucking skosh. Yeah, dude, that's for (laughs) sure. So, but yeah, this dude was like one of the ones that forefathered all this shit. So, Pierre Shafir, (laughs) Pierre Henry, shouts out to you for being. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Being some. Forefathers. Yeah. He'd be 111 this year. There's so. still you can look up his stuff. It's super abstract, like yeah. sounding. Like he made like really like spacey sounding shit. Know, shit. Yeah, yeah, echoey. A just, lot of that early early type stuff was just like lots of reverb and like it was. Well, this is uh, I I can't even say there was reverb on this stuff. Like yeah. this is like, you know what? There probably had to have been. Yeah, you know I mean, well, yeah. just in in order to like just toy with stuff. Yeah, you know oscillation and all sorts of stuff to put into yeah you know changing sounds you know it that's the easiest baseline type shit to do you know you could you know at that point in time i don't know would you have been able to do well yeah i think that's before stereo that's before yeah they had amplifiers that had that being said they were probably inventing things to do what they needed them to do do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like James said, they're still on rotary speakers and shit yeah. for fucking like the best sound. Yeah, like, people still had fucking uh, them horned fucking record players, <laughs> right? music boxes, phonographs. And shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, well, I'll stay in the in the past and okay. say that I'll go with like I don't particularly. I guess I would say Mozart because everybody knows Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Right? Yeah, and usually the first one brought up and most popular, so he wins the popularity contest. But really, any of those—I don't know, man. Beef oven. Is, that's what I know. Is way like up there. Beethoven. That's what I was gonna say. You got him. You got Johann Sebastian Bach. Bach. Yep. You've got you know you got a bunch. Yeah. You got you know you got a bunch of like really 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 great composers, especially in that area era because you know that was all you could do was write shit down on paper and. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, Uh-oh. so when I say that, what you got though, for me, James? I'm gonna go you. to your screen here. <laughs> I got you some Mozart yeah. for yep. it. dude. <laughs> chilling the most. So, <laughs> this dude was basically the rock star of his day. That was Bros Art. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He was the rock star of for his sure, day for sure. Um, you know, the basically, you know, he stuck out, and I don't know if that's why his shit was. Uh, he was his shit is pretty genius, you know. When you listen to it, it's pretty crazy, you you know. But dude, the the way that guy's mind fucking well, I mean, like, hats off to like most all the composers from back in the fucking day because 
the the crazy part to write a fucking sonata or any of these different fucking big orchestral arrangements where they're writing like twenty eight parts. The workload is more than absurd. Think about that though. And this is why think I think about mentally because he's just writing the shit down. Yes. He has no idea how it's actually even gonna sound when it goes to the instruments. Yeah. Well uh, I mean exactly he'll you can play how everything's a, gonna a chord, you know, on the piano of play up up uh, every part out. Well, musically, you can you can you figure can out if it. it's going to make sense or not. But well, most of those guys did this in their head, though. That's why. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. can you I'm not going to say most music? of the guys, but what's that? Can you guys read music? Yes. I can't. No, yeah, I I'm, can't either. I'm fucking oh, okay. horrible. Not at all. <laughs> if if you looked at something on paper, like mm-hmm. the five bars or whatever, could you hit those? I could like play that on piano. If but you would you be able to. to like say it out loud, or I guess or say it out what loud? it is? Well, no, not say it, but could just you, read like, it. Could you read it yeah. and sing along with it? Yeah, no way. Okay, for sure. Yeah. See, see I've I always, see I've always wanted to, <laughs> but I like okay. Learn so the I can classical. Do it. Shit. I can do it on piano. I can do it with trumpet. I can sing and read. I can pretty much read and sing music yeah. like second nature, where I don't really think about it. It just happens. That's fucking um, dope. But like, you know me, I don't literally don't know a single good. Tar chord that I'm playing. Right. Well, neither do I yeah, either. I, yeah. Barely. I didn't know that you. Yeah. I, I just know. taught myself, and it went from there. So. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, because I started, I started playing violin when I was in preschool, and that was reading music, and then mm-hmm. I stopped that in about second grade when I started taking piano lessons. And it yeah. Just see, kind of... as a kid, I never had any, any kind of <clears throat> training or any of yeah. that. Like, literally, the first musical thing I got was a guitar. Yeah. So. I know that a full circle means four uh, beats. Yep. <laughs> there you go. A whole note. No more than I do, buddy. Note. A whole note. <laughs> uh, about as far as I just, know. <laughs> it's been a hot minute since I've... Uh... But here's the deal. The thing I... The reason... My reasoning in picking that is being... First off, I mean, you still know his music when you hear it. All these years later. Hundreds of oh, years yeah. later. Absolutely, but man. But those guys, literally, the reason that we can still hear that... Is because they wrote it down, and that's so crazy that that's just how it was done. All right, because you're not recording. Do you know what that. I mean? Like, who the fuck could sit down? <laughs> no, there was no recording I mean, back. I'm then. not saying that people can't do this today, because there's plenty of people that can. But who, like, literally can sit down and write out, you know, symphonies? There's not that many people that do it. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's even easier, I guess, if you would just, if you were able to use like tracking stuff where you could just play a track and then put another one next to it and put another yeah, yeah. well because, like now modern day recording setups like you can just track after track after yeah track and but that's what i'm saying add on their tracking was literally writing another part out mm-hmm. and it like without hearing it then basically. play <laughs> no because you can hear it you just played it on the piano you'd play those two notes against each other but you can't hear well, and you what's think, being played at the same time together but they're between also two parts i mean if you think about it if you, you had another musician play there. 10 parts at, at once on by with yourself on the piano, so you could play ten notes out of the chord that you're writing. So oh, you can yeah, get to each, the next point. So you can hear the song by playing. Well, it. I mean, you know what notes mesh well together. We're talking about timing because no, the timing could, of each instrument is different. If you think about it, the combination if, of each. You instrument know that you can sit down at a piano and just like play out, you know, a three part chord, right? And then write those notes down, and you can literally hear that song. 
where this turns into the bass line, this turns into the lead guitar, and this is the singing part. Like, you can play stuff out on the piano. So they could literally play 10 parts of the orchestra, technically. They could hear each note and hear what the song sounded like. But they're not hearing the full thing But they're not sitting there, like, pressing a button, being like, let's see how this sounds when I add this in there. right. You know what I mean? They'd have to go back and play it and remove a note and put something else. You yeah, know. so you're saying it's no trial and error. It's well, you, it you is, coming together as you're doing it. It is and it's not, it, but it's a billion times more difficult than anything today. <laughs> it's very analog <laughs> to the digital, basically. Well, you don't think that they yeah, just started you know off I mean? with the piano, did their part, sure. and then kind of everyone I think, just kind I of think a lot of people, well, or even if you sit down with a guitar and you pick out a part on a guitar and you're playing chords on a guitar... And you still can literally write those notes. <laughs> yeah, down. I mean, you could you could match up. You could say, "Hey, this would be a trumpet part," and you would just play it higher on your bridge at whatever notes you you're wanting it at. Right. You, I if guess you would yeah, add yeah. in one. You know what I mean? You'd be like, "Okay, here's." So you the... could add brass in. You could add yeah. you know bass. You know this you is the stuff that goes over top of it. It goes above everything else. Well, it's also it's... a feeling too, because that's how jazz is. They don't write anything down. Yeah, everything's improv, man. Of, yeah, that's improv. something I fucking love. It's just the same as freestyle rapping. Yeah, like, I think it's better than freestyle. Right? It is, but it's just, <laughs> but it's, it's at the same echelon. Well, do you know what's wild? Because is... you're just coming off, off your <laughs> your brain or what your fingers are just doing automatically. When it comes to jazz, it's so like because there's obviously jazz that we think of that's very like po- popularized jazz, but yeah. like when you get deep into jazz, like you can literally be sitting there listening to something that oh, yeah. doesn't make any sense to anybody except for the people the three dudes playing it together it's right you right. like it That's becomes be it becomes so abstract that you're like what am i even hearing dude right uh what is it Modesky, martin and wood okay um they do some wild like even like atmospheric kind of out there type shit sure. it's good stuff but yeah they they get a little bit fucking left field and sometimes i'm just like man i don't they're they're <laughs> yeah. they're getting after it here, yeah. you know. It like, sounds like some noise at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which which I, I enjoy. Uh, it's but sonically it gets so sonically it fucks you up crazy a bit. to me at times because like I I'll be honest my, my I will say that my musical palette is very I love bullshit pop music yeah and that runs the gamut up and down whether it's bullshit pop classical music or bullshit pop jazz or whatever I like stuff. That's not like too far out there. Like if it's like rock music, I love rock, dude. I love hard, heavy metal and stuff. Yeah. But if it gets to like confusion, yeah. I don't ever really yeah. like. I mean, what like, about Magic Carpet Ride? <clears throat> yeah, think about that. I know it's really chaotic. There's a portion, but I mean, it gets pulled back together to a sweet ass groove that just like, yeah, that's fine. There's por- like okay the you know parts of let the you know whole lot of love and Led Zeppelin where it just mm-hmm. goes into yeah it's all just the melodic like the yeah. fucking okay and it ting, can't get ting, lost ting. I, I see where you're going but I'm saying when it's all that but they're not lost like in j- but in some like you know some real out there jazz yeah it's just like like you the drummer is not doing anything that the piano player is the doing they're they're not together but they're both like playing off of each other oh yeah it's almost like a conversation they're talking more than mm. and then here's the bass player playing like a bass line but it's just just to throw it out all there. on its own just doing this like making it crazy oh, yeah. and you're like you're like here's three different things doing three different things and i'm like i get it i know he's talking to him and i know this his he's doing this but nothing goes 
where See, it's like a like into you were a saying groove, though, you know? like sonically, it can kind of fuck you up. Yeah, unless you're the one jamming it. Sure. Because I've been in a similar band like that up in Detroit, okay. hanging out. You know, a couple of the cats. Yeah. Um, that were in it, and I mean, we had synthesizers, drum machines, uh, turntables, and then I was I was playing like jazzy drum shit in the background, mm-hmm. guitar, bass, and it was total fusion of everything. So they got into some, and we're talking like delays and reverbs sure. and like super like out there kind of experimental shit, yeah. which was cool as fuck. It was okay. like hip hoppy to like jazzy kind of drum stuff. Okay. Now is it yeah. instrumented or is it? Uh, What's that? Like is that like choreographed or is it just on the? No, floor it was here? all okay. Off the top of your head, just everybody totally improvisational. Yeah, yep, that's yep. that's the best feeling. Yeah, dude. Because I've been a part of bands also where it's, everything it was is like to a jam a band almost. You know, I but appreciate the jams bands way better. Yeah, yeah. So I, it is I more feel fun to do when it. you're more free to. Kind it's a of fucking blast. Fuck around. The hard part is uh, bringing it back together. No, it's just uh, a lot of times in the beginning stages of the song, you're you're almost got this nervousness, like timidness of like. What are they gonna do? Because I want to preempt what they're gonna do with something, but I don't know where what direction they're heading. Everybody in. needs so, to lock in. Like he could go into halftime on whatever he's doing, and I could be like, "Oh, I was, you know, gonna do triplets now, up, or yeah. you know, or getting like some weird, you know, yeah." So, um, there's always that, but like once it's, it's fucking wild. Once you lock in with people, yep, it's a dude, crazy it's, feeling. Isn't it just it? hits. It's almost like you hop in a river. And all of a sudden, everybody hops in a river. Everybody tubing. When, no, but think about it. Think if everybody just jumps in a river that's going. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to take all you while to find each other. And yeah, then all yeah. of a sudden, you're just flowing down just that river. You up. know what I mean? Where it's like Hell everybody yeah. is right along with each other. It's a good analogy, Tyler. I like Dude, it. Just, I've had that same I, analogy. It feels with like the that. Mushroom. It literally feels like that. <laughs> mushroom trip. No, we were. So I go snowboarding with about seven be, boys. Be careful what you. No, this is back. No, Back okay, in yeah. the day. This is when he was young and dumb. Yeah, young and dumb. <laughs> I've learned like so much since then. <laughs> no, so uh, <laughs> he's still young and dumb compared to us. <laughs> same, same analogy though. Like, yeah, we're talking about classical music and shit over here. He's like, <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you guys are speaking yeah. of. <laughs> no, so we get to the mountain. Uh, all of us, except for one person, the driver, takes at least a little bit of something, and. Uh, so we're just up on the mountain. Some of us go this way. Some of us go that way. It's however we're feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we buddy up, basically. And then uh, <clears throat> so I I had my buddy. We come back to the base. We grab all our stuff because we took a break. And at that same moment, everybody converged on each other at the same nice. time. <laughs> nice. So like the song that was playing at that time has stuck with me forever because it, it, was, it was a happy song. Everyone showed up. Hell yeah. It's like, dude, it's time to get going now. Yeah. Dude, that's that's just all those side yeah. parties and then the yeah, side yeah. conversations and then it all comes together where yep. we're just mobbing together. Yeah. Same thing with music. Yeah, very much so. Hell yeah. Dude, so it makes it fun. I, I do have one to kind of hit on your classical music stuff, which mm. is a more modern day guy. Yep. And this dude gets he gets poo pooed quite a bit. Okay. And I, I feel like it's for just reason because he's very, very hit or miss. Kanye. But his shit that he's on hit, no, not even close. No, <laughs> no uh, Philip Glass. I'm not. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not. I don't know. So he does like a super like arpeggiated style of music. Okay. Like a bunch of repeating 
whether instruments, synthesis. Okay. Um, but there's one album that sticks out in my mind. It's more so that album turned me on to the dude than anything. It's called Aguas de Amazona. Amazonia? Amazona? Something like that. Philip Glass. This dude be Philip Glass. Shout out to old. Phil Glass, bro. Dude, yeah, what's that? 84 years old? Could that be Yeah, him? yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's still around. Yeah. So he does a very, like, his style, and you can hear it in all of his songs, like, and then he, like, builds upon that. Yep, yep. And builds and builds and builds and builds. No doubt. And, yeah, but. I got a that, photo of this guy. That Aguas it. de Amazonia's album is, like you were just talking, if you're going to grab some hallucinogens or something, <laughs> this would be the album to, uh, yeah, that's him. Yep, That's that dude. He looks um, like he knows a thing or two about music. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, that album, start to finish, well, dude, is, there's. Is, it's it's just like because, nothing you've ever heard. Here's though. the thing: it, just because it's there's classical music, doesn't mean there can't still be good classical music being made. And right, you right. know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> what was it? I just saw something like, um, if uh, I thought they thought like it was basically they thought that Picasso lived in the 1500s, and it's like if if you, you could have knocked me over if you told me that like he died in 73. It's like my whole life has been a lie. You're like, because, you know what I mean? Like you imagine right, him being right. like, but like dude was just around the corner from us, but he's, you know, known as one of the fucking greats. Right. Right. So yeah, that's I, I, I do envision him as being way like a French aristocrat yeah, kind of age. You know what I'm saying? Like a, yeah, but yeah, you're talking about a basically a modern dude. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Know, wasn't like a, one of the. What do they call them? The masters or nothing like that. Like, well, from I wonder the... if your opinion skewed because of what if art has become. Mm. I think it's more or less just how long. No, I don't man. know. I don't Picasso's know that pretty art... much widely known as fucking one of the most no, 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 insane I'm, artists. I'm not ever. saying that. I'm saying I'm, not, I'm really not. Ju- I'm just these saying these days you take a paint can, pop five holes in it, spin it, and let it fly around true. the canvas. <laughs> true. Like, is that yeah. the same? Well, well, I think you're just looking for trippy shit. At that point, <laughs> right? But here's the deal: glow in the dark. Because there's like, I, like I've seen the dude with the spin art thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you just fucking. Which, don't... I mean, it does look cool. But yeah. It's yeah, but are you? Are it's, you? It's dope looking. Are you a dude who does? Yeah, that? but he just bought that from the store. Like this guy, back when they had those, there was zero thought colors. put into this shit. But I'm saying this: besides is, maybe is like there mixing some colors, a dude together. who mixes some colors together and spins them around a room. Or is then there is a dude like David Cho who does that but makes right. something fucking insane. Right. And you're like, that is genius. Correct. And this is like yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely art, but what that dude does is he takes it to these way next level. All these it, yeah. Other levels where you're just like, what am I even looking at? Didn't he do like fucking Facebook's like That's main how, office or dude, something? Basically the got... most the richest living artist because of that. They, they paid, paid him, him in stock. <laughs> so the, he, okay, they were basically, yeah, he dude. was basically yeah. like, I thought that was taking yeah, a gamble. Yeah, they, they asked him, they were like, we'll give you like 50 grand or you can take 50 grand in stock Be, before it ever like basically came out. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They just wanted him to like graffiti up the office. Yeah, yeah. So he fucking goes and paints the whole thing. And then his That's stock, crazy. you know, when they, when it hits is like. I remember, like, yeah, that's right. Cause quarter I of a billion dollars. People or telling shit. me it's stupid for taking stocks in return for doing but the dude, fucking. Dude, that's that dude's art. way. You right, ever watch right, right. 
He's the yeah. most oh, yeah. gambling yeah. motherfucker yeah, of dude. all time. He loves to gamble. That's why he's poor, he's a big almost. Fa- big fan <laughs> of gambling. Every time you watch, he's like, "We can go find a poker game." Let's dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll be hitchhiking across. Like, what were those thumbs up? You ever watch Thumbs Up? No, I I watched a documentary on oh, him dude, though. Where you got to watch those seasons of Thumbs Up. I think they did three. The one was from. Like, oh, you know what? I have seen that. Yeah, yes, from yeah. when they hitchhike from one was from the Canadian border yes, to the I Mexican have seen border. That. I totally so forgot they had to about cross, that. Yeah, so when they were doing that, dude, they literally have. Yeah, been, he's trying to go to the casino the whole time. Yeah, they've been on the road for like ages. And they're like, well, bro, let's just go stay in that hotel casino. Yeah, and I then remember he ends the up episode like coming I, out with like ten grand. The episode I seen, <laughs> the motherfucker is like, he's like, well, we got about like fucking two dollars to the both of our names. He's like, but I do have like some kind of fucking reward stuff. I can I can call this casino and see if we can stay the night for free. Right, and like they got like the fucking the red carpet rolled out for him and shit, yeah. and they're all like. Dirt balled out looking yeah. and stuff. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" That's They've been awesome. wearing the same white tuxedos for twelve days. Yeah, <laughs> he's wild as shit, dude. That guy is very entertaining. Like, dude, he's kind of like a like a modern. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't say modern day, but uh, fuck. Now I'm drawing a goddamn blank. Uh, the Gonzo. Uh, fuck. Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter Thompson. Yeah. yeah. He's like a modern Hunter S. Thompson he's almost like, or something. Yeah, because the people that are that free don't typically show up do you know what i mean right right you can't you know you got to be pretty uh loose to be that kind of a mind yeah where everything is just like a fucking like a fucking carnival like (laughs) every ounce of your world is just like what kind of fun are we gonna have and i feel like there's a lot of musicians that were in that fucking spectrum too and those are generally art is art dude them ones and the ones that are they have this like distinct originality about them that's like like billy holiday singing sure like that's almost taking a gamble louis armstrong louis armstrong dude yeah so uniquely him yeah that there ain't anybody else that's ever gonna come close but then he played but here's the thing double threat one of the most like recognizable voices because it's a it's a non conventional voice however yeah play could play the tits off a trumpet dude um fucking insanity dude he had giant cheeks (laughs) dude (laughs) there was so much air pressure that's dizzy (laughs) no no fucking louis armstrong louis wasn't like dizzy like louis did that to to an extent but like dizzy gillespie i don't know known for that shit okay well maybe more so but yeah oh yeah yeah for sure well i mean just Bigger dudes, it seems like they got bigger lungs and yeah, shit. And like they can know. apply more PSI to fucking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do, to but a fucking. That's like a virtuoso level type of musicality. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And that dude's definitely on my list. You know. Dude, I got a a, a super outlandish virtuoso esque one. Yep. That a lot of people probably won't resonate or give two shits about, All but right. uh, fuck, dude, you listen to the dude's shit, you're like, what? or. Even better, watching videos and shit of him. Ravi Shankar, dude. Okay. Dude. Dude. I can't argue with you on that. That dude, you want to talk about virtuoso? Motherfuckers can't even come close to that still nowadays, dude. He's a talented fellow. Like, he has a style of sitar named after him. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm saying, like, a physical... Like, this is the Les Paul 
This is the Ravi Shankar version. Like, you well, know what dude, I'm saying? He has literally transcended. Dude, ev- he, he's how many people has he played with? Like where they've like come play. Probably Led Zeppelin. Dude, John Lennon. You know, like yeah, John like, Lennon. Like he was super influential on like that whole scene. But that's what I'm saying is back like in the day, you're coming from a very, you know, like almost an isolated form of music that's only regional. Right. You know right. I mean? Not necessarily because there's, you there's, know, there's homers no, everywhere. Mostly regional. But it mostly regional, and then to be like literally. Well, I feel like his music, like, literally infused, like, an Eastern mindset into, like, that generation coming through. Like, like... Look at fucking you Lennon and all that. You can't even say that generation. That shit was multi generational. Like that timeline. Sure. I feel like he introduced like a whole new mind, like spiritual mindset to people's music. There was definitely a lot of that unintentionally. Yeah, I don't even know. It. I don't even know if it would be unintentionally, but it was like undeniable. How about that? Right. 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 Yeah. 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 So that's that's a like a outlandish one, but like one if you sit and think about, it, you're like, God damn, you know. The likes that that dude actually probably influenced. It's a form of fusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not at its core, not at its roots. It's not, but once it became like people started blending those sounds together and. For sure. Do you but know just what I mean? having like a more spiritual aspect to their music. In a way. I feel like yeah. because that's like that dude put soul into that fucking sitar, dude. Like the very, shit he was doing was much. outlandish. Very much. Yeah. But like. If you want to talk about like you know putting like all, I think the root of all good music comes from soul and feelings, and you know what I mean. Like I think that's it all originates from there. I don't, man, man. You know, I think that's what it is. There's, aren't you trying? To, there's some genres that know. Okay, you're correct. You know, nowadays that's what I'm that we're so far in the genre and subgenre and Well, here's the deal. This is what I kind of wanted to say. Is like my list stops at a certain point and we can say A, that's cuz I'm an old head or B, there's a reason that it starts out with dudes from way past because I think there was this bell curve yeah. when music became modernized. I'm sure my list is damn near exactly what you got, minus like <clears throat> a third of my characters. All right. I mean, I'll bet you, I, I'll tell you what, I'll bet you, you are far better schooled in the like finer details of like, especially when it came to like, um, you know, like more obscure DJ type Dimes. of like electronic really, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because there's like, there's so much, there's like the fucking level of how much stuff there is. Yeah. is so crazy that like you, it almost gets compartmentalized to like, for sure. Sub genres. Well, where, I'm just saying like, look at like fucking metal music nowadays. Like there's fucking, there's black metal fucking well, yeah. like Norway fucking death sure fucking there's always been like, lots of sub genres but now especially when you add in the but you were saying soul like I I don't feel like there's much soul in like metal I music guess I, I, I feel like it's more angst and anger and like no uh, but I when I say soul I mean it's disdain coming, almost you know but but that, I guess that's kind of also the same thing because I'm talking about what's coming from is, inside so if that's coming from inside of you so I mean you're just talking more emotion just than because soul. it ain't my gig I'm right. not gonna I'm not gonna think that it didn't come from a place of being genuine 
Right. Be- oh yeah. Because like there's a lot of music that I don't get like necessarily into, but I can't think that that doesn't make them feel the same way that hearing something that I absolutely like freak out to that probably makes something that I hate somebody else totally fucking is like getting goosebumps from listening to. Right. Yeah. So I would say that maybe it does come from the same place. It's just, I don't, I don't like, like that meal. Some people like potatoes. Yeah. Some people like tomatoes. That's some right. people <laughs> chopped liver. Potato, potato, yeah. tomato, tomato. Well, that's just it, man. Different strokes for different stro- different folks. <laughs> that's that's right. what I always say. So I want to say that I want to say it's break time. Good, We're already almost that, an hour you know in. So good call. Yeah. I was actually going to think of that a minute ago, but I was getting into that whole the uh, progressive thing you were thinking. I know. About. Pause that. We'll Pause be back it. at it. So I'll keep it on mind where I was. Hold that thought. Right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Scott from Shit Gets Deep here. Just wanted to take a quick minute. Thank everybody for listening. Uh, check us out, shitgetsdeep.com. Questions, show ideas, suggestions, hate mail, whatever. Love to hear from you guys. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Well, I don't know. Maybe we're not on Facebook. I don't know. Check it out anyways to see if we are. Anyways, man, uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, back to the show. What's up? Cheers. Gentlemen, we are back. Gentlemen, gentlemen, it's good to see you again. We had a long break <laughs> of discussion. Not really. He <laughs> brings us back to it, though. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, where yes. were we? I wanted to go to where, like, the reason that I chose a lot of the people where I was thinking influential was because, like, you said with those homeboys from the 40s that basically everything electronic kind of base came from them. Yeah. I was thinking along those the lines. The Pierre of, brother, the Pierre homies. Right. <laughs> I was thinking along those lines of, like, you got to go with, like, the original blues men, dude, like Robert Johnson, you know, Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters is for sure um, one. E- even if you want to throw like BB King into that, I, dude, I had the pleasure of seeing him live. Dude, I wish I would have. That's red. I heard somebody describe it, and I was like, God, I wish I would have seen him. It was '96 yep. when I seen him. Okay, um, Hill Auditorium up in Ann Arbor. Hell's yeah, um, dude. Fucking, and he was sitting down playing then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. He just died within the past probably 10, 15 years or so. Yeah. But. Dude did it right, man. He lived, lived dude, a long time being in that. You know what I mean? That's a that's a tough road to take. That's a talk hard, about. It's a hard traveled life right there. Talk about being that age and performing like he fucking did yeah. though, man. It's fucking wild. And I, that's hats off. Even a lot of the acts right now, the stones are still fucking <clears throat> touring. Yeah. You got, you know, like Jimmy Buffett. I randomly, did. I saw the know? picture <laughs> of uh, from Ford Field, 
and it just looked weird without Charlie behind him, though. Yeah, it. I saw a picture where it was just like it was very up, very up front focused, but it was strange to not see Mister Watts back there. Yep. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to think of oh fucking Holland Wolf, dude. Okay, dude. So the that fucking rocking chair album. Holland Wolf has like I'll, I'll take it back a minute. Holland Wolf had a very distinct sound. He was almost like the Billie Holiday, the fucking Louis Armstrong esque sure. type of sound. A non-conventional yeah, that voice. Sound like this. Yeah, non-conventional yeah. voice. Yeah, man. A lot. You know what though? A lot of blues Smokestack dude lightning. had fucking like an affected voice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, and that that was you know part of the originality. Yeah. Of of. You know, just in a lot, a lot of people are influenced. I guess, like, back in the day, the fucking Rolling Stones. But listen. They had one copy of that fucking Rocking Chair album, Hollow yep. Wolf. And they all traded amongst each other and shit. And, like, they were like, oh, fucking, I'm getting the Red Rocking so Chair album. You're getting <laughs> this into <week> exactly <laughs> the reason that I bring that up. It's like, I bring I bring that up to bring this up. Is the reason you gotta, you gotta consider that. that genre itself but you know the the real the real titans of that genre you can go ahead and focus on and that is that it has literally spawned from it like you said the homeboys with the sampler like a branching out of musical like avenues that have been taken by people that that literally gives you every bit of pop music that there is it all runs from there directly do you know what i mean like it's so much so as you know i'm sure a lot of people would have led zeppelin on this list as if they were talking about that and i got zeppelin on here i i i love here's the thing probably one of my favorite bands of all time yeah however a good portion of their repertoire is straight up hacked from the guys that we're speaking of. Blue shit, yeah. But done in their own way. And the fact is that everybody always played other people's songs. Right. It's just that right. when you hear Zeppelin, that's a Zeppelin song. See, like, do you know what I'm saying? That's my own my only discrepancy with Zeppelin is we think of all these songs as being Zeppelin songs when it's not. It's right, a, right. It's a I'm not gonna say it's you call it a cover you can call it whatever you but nobody knows of it as a cover and nobody it's like just taking well that's like what sublime is had done like they were taking like songs that were super obscure like i know like roots music i'm not saying that that's not what happens and taking them and making them their own to where almost unrecognizable you know what i'm saying but the, like, Unless you know. dude, if you listen to Zeppelin though, right. and then you back to back them, it's like not, it's not, it's like almost word for word, right? Not word for word or like note for note, basically. But, but you also got to take into account that that's when people started getting. By the way, I I am absolutely not shit talking Zeppelin at all. Well, and I there's there's always been a love Led Zeppelin, a giant like uh, thing like Zeppelin or fucking Black Sabbath, Zeppelin. Well, <laughs> but yeah. Black Sabbath was. Different, more on like they were pushing metal. Into they were going, it. yeah, they were going on a totally to different where, road. Like you were saying, what Zeppelin had that bluesy aspect and very that bluesy. very like. Uh, well, think about all the bands that are like blues influenced. 
tons and tons of the British invasion is strictly oh, blues yeah. influenced bands. Yeah, like all, like Cream and all that. Like cl- fucking For Clapton sure. is a blues man all, all day. Period. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, yep. But like, okay, so, but that's not where I wanted to go with this. Okay, but, well that's where we're at right no, now. No, no, what do you think about? Because, <laughs> but it it actually is still a very core part of it because it started out blues and that's fucking pink floyd mm. Mm. they're for sure on my and list man yeah f- the reason i go floyd is because floyd might not be ra- responsible for like how you can literally say that uh you know rhythm and blues or you know all those the blues dudes don't aren't directly responsible for r&b rock and roll rap Hip hop, oh, yeah. uh, like that's all stems from that little that sure. spot. Whether that was the seed or not, that was where it kind of exploded. Yep. I'm the reason I say Floyd is Floyd was one of the first, not first, but like the biggest and the best version of a very experimental type of band that went out in this its own area that turned into prog rock that turned into do you know what i mean like they you were you don't in get their latter years in, very in crazy enough you don't get a tool without a pink floyd correct yeah, uh, yeah. you know what i mean you don't get nine inch nails without pink floyd right um but like, see here's here's where this this does vary because that was in a time when synthesizers and things of that nature were introduced into music to where it altered the, True, but not the trajectory first. of not at first no because that's the latter that's years why, of Floyd is was very synth well, heavy. They very, embraced it right off the bat. The second they could get their hands on right anything more that was that they could like they did a lot of shit that was just sounds and playing with sonically playing with stuff. Let's be for real. I mean, rock and roll as a whole stemmed from. Blues, blues, and uh, a, a a bit of jazz, and yeah. some like me and James were talking on the break. The next generation usually takes a bit of what they grew up with for sure and runs with it and makes it their Everybody new thing. Is influenced, right? And when they play it nice, and if you don't like, if the general public doesn't know what they're referencing, yeah, then it all comes down to oh, they did it first, but it's not necessarily that it's. It's kind of how you perceive it if you want to venture out and uh, see those genres or not genres, but uh, that's how the genres are fathers also kind of born, though. I mean, out of like the next generation taking that musical stuff that they grew up with and then running with it in their own version. Sure. You know, there's also huge shifts in. Well, that's why like genres have been pretty generational. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like very much so. Right. It's very like boom. Boom, boom. We yeah. go from fucking country, blues, <laughs> jazz to fucking rock and roll. Yep. And you then know, everything that stemmed from rock stuff, and roll. There's stuff in the middle, but it, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, when absolutely. It, when, it goes music full, and... when it goes full blown into another thing, you're right. It's very generational. Yeah. But it's also cool when you can see, like today, uh, one of my favorite bands is a full blues band. It's just two guys. Uh, I think it's called Busket or Buskering. Okay. When uh, you just makeshift uh like musical instruments and make oh, music shit. out okay. of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh they're called Left Lane Cruiser, but okay. uh they're out of Ill- Indiana. Nice. And basically it's just two guys that got a slide guitar playing blues. That's dope, yeah. And yeah. 
yelling into a microphone. Yeah. So like when you can take it back to the root, it's almost as if it's an yeah no not unexplored. Pe- but, well, uh, people that do things that take it, but like when you kind of like revert a couple steps, mm-hmm. like Billy Strings, man. Oh right now, yeah, that yeah. dude is fun fun to listen to yeah and he's playing shit that nobody that i know would have enjoyed you know fuck no it's when we were it's too yeah. aggressive too and now you like that too shit is paced that too, shit is yeah. a throwback and he's he's yeah. playing it like he's like the pantera version of like folk music basically yeah him hank three yeah you know that yeah but there's some fun stuff to watch out there right now but I guess getting back to what I was saying about Floyd, I picked them because, dude, they started, I think, in like 59. So they were pre 60, which is wild. Yeah. That they, you know what I mean? And you listen to the early stuff and you can still hear, you can still hear, you know, like that kind of out, not out there, but like the the thing with the thing I think about Floyd is it's this, when you say multi, 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 you know, generations they've gone through right right do you know what i mean and their music is still they've evolved but they've evolved within their own parameters and you got to think about them in the lines of they they have songs that everybody most people might not even know they're pink floyd for a long time when they listen Mm -hmm. to some stuff i mean that's how i grew up i was like oh that's fucking pink floyd no shit yeah do you know what i mean oh yeah and here we are you know 50 years later plus and Oh yeah, it's still like oh, that's still a good you almost know almost seventy, well, or, sorry, sorry, sixty, almost sixty. It's yeah, it's wild that that's when they started, and you know here we are now. I feel like a lot of them, like Pink Floyd, they did evolve with the technology that was available at the time. Yeah, like I said, so, I think they embraced everything right. But away. they were exploring but at new the time. equipment that was coming out. They were able to do more with and get deeper with and get yeah. you know more involved. With like the soundscape they were trying to they, make, how they played. I think you think that's where jam bands came from, because it's kind of like it takes you on a trip. Nah, fucking. I, I feel like jazz music started. Yeah, the, the jazz jam. definitely okay. kind of fed into the jam band type of thing. You know that fusiony like kind fish of and the Grateful Dead type yeah, of stuff, man. which is folky, but at the same time, like it gets into a yeah like rock an folk. experience more or less. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. It's but I think. <clears throat> The re you know, the reason that it's it's like it's well number one it's ridiculous that we can sit here and try to like put a list together of the most influential people like for sure there's all these people that have like literally changed the face of what music is right and then we're, we're never gonna bring them up do you know what I mean like but the these are like the popular ones that have stuck out and people have grabbed on to yeah and you know what i mean like like i said i haven't even mentioned hendrix and chuck berry because they're kind of in the middle which is weird yeah because they're halfway from gersh the gershwin brothers to guns and roses right they're they're in the middle where they actually like especially chuck i feel like chuck berry did more Hendrix just in the, played things that nobody had ever heard before. Sonically, I, I, I feel like Hendrix pushed pushed it to the extreme sure. of what he was already in, to where Barry was more expansive and yeah, in creating a type of sound. Uh, 
a thing. Right, right. Like a legit thing. Yeah. Um, which is crazy where it came out of. Also, both of them are extremely blues. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come straight out of blues. All day, So yeah. when you go, so, but when you look there, you're right. I think Chuck has more to do with the creationism aspect. I would say that Hendrix had more in like the coloring of aspect that would uh he kind of like like so barry basically laid down the structure yeah but and hendrix was hey look you can do he was the interior decorator he's like well color here here we go bam bow bow you know yeah yeah where i'm not saying chuck wasn't cool like dope like he wasn't awesome he was but he would like he was a square and jimmy was a like a fucking tetrahedron you know what I mean? Right, oh, right. Oh, no, like shapes. they're totally different shapes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it's it's you know an apples to oranges thing. A different you just, vibrational you just frequency. Chuck Berry a square. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying like <laughs> a square isn't. Yeah, Chuck Berry was anything but a fucking square. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> be I can go some Chuck Berry route stories right now. That'll the truth. Blow everybody's first. fucking. Now we know doors that you off. really think. <laughs> oh, Chuck Berry's fucking a wild man so there's nothing square about that fellow i'll tell you that much um there's a couple i mean a lot of these are that i have are kind of some are like in the middle where they're more underground influential on things and then some are just influential for that genre type scenario it's like the the shit that Bob Marley fucking put out. <laughs> Lots of love, man. First, first oh off, for... my God, that's literally was going to be the next okay. thing out of my All mouth. Right, there you go. It's so <laughs> fucking crazy that you just said that. I'm not kidding. Um, Holy shit, son. Just, we can just start with the message that he was purveying. Yeah, but, dude. He got fucked with so hard for doing it, too. Dude, he was mm, he was embraced. Man. I think he's universally no, no, loved. He was no, no. embraced. What do you mean fucked with? What? As far as like powers that be? I don't know if if I get your reference there, but I've heard that there was people trying to take advantage of him and then Oh, there always like, is like violence yeah. going down at his house and all this. Oh things. yeah, dude. That that, that Just happens he's in a poorer neighborhood and he's the one that's yeah, getting all the dude, love and other people are getting Kingston, man, Kingston. I thought you were talking about like the FBI killing him. Uh, that could add to that too. I'm just <laughs> like, saying. I, I'm just trying to be like I, I was figured you were referencing the fact that he was taken out. Like I didn't know he was taken out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this so, is this is at its core. Shit gets deep. We may as well throw some conspiracy into this. So here, this dude was putting out a message that basically love your neighbor, take your fences down. Yeah, get along. But like you said, the fucking love, FBI. Baby. Fucking. Love. I feel like Joe Rogan is like you're going against. He's going towards where Bob Marley was, almost in a media sense, dude. You said it. You know what I'm saying. You said it. Hopefully the FBI doesn't take him out. <laughs> you know? Hey, some people say he's a CIA shill, so you can go ahead and... Ah, uh, who knows, man. Hey, hey, it doesn't matter. But back to the story. But if you want to get conspiratorial, I thought that's why you were bringing it up. <laughs> Is there's a dude There's a dude was, that on his deathbed admitted that he fucking put, put, like a, put something in his shoe, wasn't it? I don't remember what Something the... like that stabbed, that stabbed his toe and gave him it ended up giving him it's like a cancer fucking basically he thought he got stung or something i thought he got yeah. shot up in his house 
Well, I mean, well, Peter Tosh did, right? Tosh? I Didn't Tosh wrong. die in Dude, his I house? don't remember, man. I can't remember everything. This this hard drive up here can only fucking keep yeah. so much fucking shit. Yeah, yep. I watched like one documentary probably six years ago. Yeah. So. I, I th- I'm sure his house got shot up. I'm sure it did. But here's well, what they, I, were, they were in the hood of Kingston. I mean, it didn't matter. You know, there was people though. trying. No matter what kind of positive fucking message you put out, there's always going to be haters. Well, and they're going to the fucking do whatever they can and try and fucking make money off you. Mid-70s international superstar. Still, when he comes home, a dude from Kingston. Correct. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, he was king of the world. Yeah. Quite literally. Do you know what I mean? Could like, live anywhere. To, how about still, in some sense of the word, is today, to this fucking day. I like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, there isn't a goddamn person out there who hears three little birds and fucking doesn't have a goddamn smile on your face. And if you do, you're a terrible person. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I don't care if you don't even, if you hate reggae. I don't care. I give a shit. You hear some Bob shit, man, and it's just like, yep, that's. That's some. That's the stuff right there. The the sure. soul that he put into playing, singing, and the message he was purveying was just yeah, totally now, next level. The, for very much the re- so the reason you brought up um, what was going on with us. Here we are. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> um, the the reason that, like I said, the influential type of type of shit. You undeniably have to bring up Bob. Yeah, you could literally yeah. take all musical aspects out of the p- picture of him being relevant and just say he was a guy who did music, and then talk about everything else that comes from that guy, and that's an undeniable period. It doesn't matter. All music aside, Bob Marley makes the list just because he music happened to be the thing he did. But like to put his in, message influentially out there, yeah, yeah. wise, dude, how much music has that guy inspired? You know, like in in the craziest of ways. Do you know what I mean? There's, well, you know, in all honesty, I, I'm having a hard time thinking of even a second best to that. What he did, just his message. Yeah, and no, I don't the way it was purveyed. I don't know if there has been. I mean, I mean, there's been positive artists out there. Do you know what I mean? But John like, Lennon was somewhat, but some of because it of his Eastern mysticism days and that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you got like Rage Against the Machine, but that's not really even that's close to the like same fucking politics. political. That was yeah. more guerrilla kind of fucking more political politics. They, they it wasn't. It wasn't based on. They were gonna come back out on tours. Hey, how about this? That was like revolution shit. It wasn't based on my sign off of the show. Right. That was straight up Bob. Yeah. Peace yeah. and love. Yep. Absolutely. Peace and love. That you know what I mean. Yep. It, that pretty much probably comes from Bob. Yeah. You know what I mean. And that's. I don't know who doesn't. You know. Oh, for the most part, that's his mark on the world. So, musically speaking, inc- I love him. I have never, you know, like, I yeah. don't, you don't find many people who hate him. It's authentic. You know what I mean? But the it, that's, that's the thing. Like, even if that's not your style or your cup of tea, you can still appreciate the fuck out of Everybody's that. Everybody's going to jam to it if somebody's playing it in a bar yeah. on a, an acoustic, singing it. All day, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Nobody's like, cut it out, play Freebird. <laughs> hey, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
It could happen. Depends but, um, on what bar. <laughs> could be a shit baggy bar too. That's, <laughs> so I got that was actually like almost my number three on my list. There, the top. It it went the Gershwin Brothers, Mozart, and then Bob Marley was the third okay. one down. Don't and, be licking the microphone, <laughs> you nasty. I just wanted to ask because I can't think of it. Maybe I'm just too young. But uh, anyone in the f- last fifteen to twenty years stand out to you that actually changed a genre? Or is, are we all just remaking... 15 to 20? The same... So we're talking... Like, just repetitive motion. 2005 to present, damn near? Yeah, just about. I mean... I guess that's why I said that, like, I'm judging on this bell curve. Dude, I'm you out of touch it, with all of that. You, well, here's the thing. I know. It you seems can, like it's just media bumping up whoever they want to See, this is my point. Them. He's making my point for me. I like it. Saying that maybe <laughs> I'm not an old head and maybe we're at this point where... This echo chamber like of stuff influx. imitating other stuff, imitating other stuff, imitating other stuff. Right. There, It's definitely, there's fucking people making music all over the place that is, um, you know, like original and, you know, everybody can get behind. But it's like, it's almost like the, the in whatever they call Street. it, the multiverse Street. theory where it's like these Here's another version of this thing that came before it. The multiplication has gotten too much. Yeah. The, you can only it. square things and cube things and multiply. I feel like out. if there's like this huge like thing from when we talk like when we talk Mozart and then we talk get into coming along, you know, through this whole time, then you get to the Gershwin. Well, that whole timeline was a set basically a set amount of different instruments that were available that was it so but there's there's nothing else progression to where it reaches like a fever pitch when technology gets involved and, and then it just keeps branching that's what out. i'm saying now like, it, that was the that was the the bell curve where it, it went straight up and now maybe we're getting at the top where we're plateaued off it's coming this... it's going to come down on that other side or maybe just like plateau forever it's well, hard I, to think of it like that i seriously I, I feel like nowadays it doesn't there's, mean it can't explode back up. There's entirely too much and too many people you think making like music. Overload? It's too much. Like there's no way you could sit and fucking intake everything that's out there now. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. It's, You're c- completely correct there. But because what, think look, about it, up until this point, it's been uh, more of a distribution thing than it. Ha- it's is been radio else. play. It's been underground scenes, and it's basically been live shows that. From like, say, but it's always been a direct pipeline. Do you know what I'm saying? You didn't find your way. Basically, since the internet started, man. In all honesty, it was all word of mouth. It was all fucking over radio waves. And it seems like the word or of was mouth all underground. And the underground are the best sources for music. Yeah, because yeah, but the stuff that rises up, it rises up through through that scene. that. But then it came. It had to come through like. It's almost like up until the internet, it was an approved thing. Do you know what I mean? There might have been some other, you know, Pink Floyds out there. Well, here's here's that never got. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, here's the, the deal though. Before people would just call him Pink Floyd all day. Pre-internet, I'm just using it as an example. Oh, I see what you're saying. Pre-internet, there was local scenes, right? And the best of the best, them local scenes went on to the radio and went on to getting national notoriety. Right. And that's how, you know, because like in the 70s, 
there was only X amount of records that were in like your parents' fucking repertoire right. because because that's there was only X amount of you know artists signed to record labels at that yeah. point in time. You know now the mass distribution of just everything and anything that can be put out is so. I feel like detrimental. They're not detrimental. I don't want like negative almost. I want to say almost watered down. It's kind of okay. watered music down to a point to where, but it goes back to that sensory sensory overload thing. There's just too much to intake. Yeah, it's wild that we've we have gotten to this space where, like, literally, you and I could self produce music and upload it to the web, whatever you want to call it, the the music ether. Yeah, it can be I mean, a part whether it's SoundCloud or whatever. You we can we can be putting music out there yeah. that we've created every single day and literally at some point I'm going to have like 800 songs. You know what I mean? When I'm a few years <laughs> sure. deep if I put one out every day. That doesn't mean like I'm a prolific artist. No. It just means I put 800 things out there. Or it could Correct. be that, something but that. that's the thing is like in b- before, like you said, it was this like boiling down of here's all these people that are doing it. You know, how do you boil down billions of people on the internet to the cream of the crop? Well, that's you know, sort of what I producers think it's are like finding such a diamond in the rough. Well, that's the thing. Like I've found bands totally randomly, like underground kind of fucking bands mm-hmm. on the internet. Have you ever heard of the supervillains? And yeah, yeah, I learned of them. And it was just totally just coincidental randomly. that I just happened to somehow stumble upon this. Like no algorithm got me there, no nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's like holy fuck, this band is awesome. But they're just a small time underground whatever. You know, it, they're not gonna. And they ha- that band. It, it was called. It was a reggae band. It was called Indofin. Okay. And this was a while ago. I don't even know if you can still find it. It's almost like endorphin. But um maybe that's the pun. I don't I don't know, but the <laughs> uh the whole thing, you know, it stems from yes, you can put out eight hundred songs into the ether, but it's getting put into the ether. Yeah, for sure. Does it come down to the music industry you know? always has been who do you know? How can you, you know, get your shit promoted? Sure. So I just feel like do you know what I was thinking when you started saying this about the I've found more new music like that through non-music means. Yeah, yeah. In the last like oh for example, Billy Strings. I saw that on Reddit randomly on some Yeah. I saw him that that video of him in a basement playing at like a house party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That went, I know all, what you're went about. all over the place. Everybody sees this video. And here here he is this dude like a few years later. That's me, my bad. Playing <laughs> playing Red Rocks. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like dude is it's wild. But you, I didn't You just got to go viral, bro, I and then you just yeah, there there you go. I didn't see him <laughs> on, you know, CMT. I didn't no. hear him on the radio as I was driving down the road. I saw him randomly on a video that was on like some feed that had nothing to do with music. Yep. So this these days it's like you're gonna find good shit. And that's right? almost like Doesn't the, it to find its way out there? That's like the underground version of the internet. Kind of. You know? Yeah. If it mm. finds its way out and it's 
it's undeniable. Like it's going to become something. I feel like that's the case. So there is a way for you to get into a pipeline. Do you know what I mean? To become commercialized. But I think that, like you said, there's so much more quicksand to wade through Mm. current day that, do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's really hard to say. Because think about it. There was only how many slots in the shelf at a fucking record store when we were a kid. Absolutely. And there was now, only X amount of record companies. Now you literally, you we joke, we it. always made the joke that now you literally have every song ever written in the entire history of the world in your pocket. Yeah. And when you compress all that like this to, hey, here it is right here. Here's this un, unending jukebox. Like, we could only find a certain amount of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Well, and yeah, man, that was that was something to be said, you know, back in the day. These big bands go around touring, and they get these opening acts, which yeah. are the smaller fish in the pond. Yeah, that are coming up because they made it locally, and then they got seen by somebody. Yeah, and then they're getting tested on a tour to see what the response is, and then they do a record deal, or you know, or they already have a record deal in the mix. But all that's out the window. Record deals are, I think, are it's damn near a thing of the fucking past. Yeah, it's, it's just done different because you can self-produce now. You don't yeah. even you. I'm putting a studio together right now. You don't need a fucking record label to put your studio together. You need an engineer that knows what the fuck they're doing, and you need, you know, some some equipment, yeah. and you're off running. I mean, fucking people... Easy for you to say, science Scott. Well, you, you can definitely save a lot of money on recording and fine-tuning your shit that way, but you also have to um, get that to the listener. So the the, the digital of, realm of recording has changed everything about the music industry because right. back in the day you used to have have a giant Neve console with fucking two inch reel to reel tape recording your fucking shit and you needed all this expensive ass equipment and all this outboard gear to fucking not actually even just a sound room like if you got your boys in your garage band and you gotta no we can't record out here we gotta go to the studio no nowadays you can you can build bass traps and uh acoustical treatments that you know that will rival pretty much anywhere else and that's the thing half and it's all half the the music's not even doesn't even have real instruments in it anymore to begin with right in all honesty synthesized yeah but this program has been around for at least 10 years now because i want to say the self-producing a lot of it came from the rap game Oh, from, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely comfortable. You're talking about like GarageBand or something? What do you... No, 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 not GarageBand. Just uh, labels more or less creating themselves because they didn't want to put up with the industry. Yeah, all the bullshit. I mean, I think that's always been the... But the, the, the other issue was but it hasn't been distribution was the issue back in the day because you For had sure. to sell cassettes, you had to sell CDs, you yep. had to sell records. Now everything's digital, man. Yeah. You can just pimp yeah, your just own shit out. on your phone. And, which on paper sounds great, but then... Yeah. On the the flip side of that, you've got this influx of billions of musicians that you can't weed through and yeah. find the good shit. It's, no, I mean, you know, yeah, it's definitely another, it's a pro and a con. Yep. Yeah, always is. Yeah, you know what I mean, we got way off in the weeds there. We but. did. So I'll bring it. I'll bring it back. <laughs> bring us back, time Prince. Yeah, yeah. Period. Ooh. Yep. Fucking See, Prince. I I can definitely say that, and I can definitely say I was never really a fan. Just because I never got into him, <clears throat> you may never have been I a like fan. A few songs. However, I like I like his music. I just never got into it. You know, fucking. I know he's heavily influential. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm saying like 
if little red Corvette comes on, you're Ford fucking case. oh yeah, fucking driving along, <laughs> fucking you know, <laughs> my little red rolling Honda. the windows down and <laughs> fucking giving Honda. it a little more gas. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Prince is like I said, you, it's one of those ones. Dude is undeniable. Also, I mean, obviously when you're you know that was in the '80s as I was growing up, being a little kid, I Prince was already big before I was like even to a you know like an Are you adolescent age. Jackson? You had to say Michael too if you're talking yeah, about yeah. people that influenced. You know, I feel like Prince though he was more. He had the whole symphony in his fucking head, and he was able to put it down. Yes, that's what wax. I was gonna say. I could didn't appreciate him for his musicianship when I, when Prince was the biggest thing in the world. Do you guys know or Power Line? One of the biggest things in the world, I should say. What is it? Do you guys know Power Line? No, from a Goofy movie. No, I have no idea what we're talking about. Big show that he's trying to get his dad to take him to because his girlfriend's going to be there. Okay, what's this got to do with stuff? I just want to say that it, I think that as a kid I referenced that to Prince, and uh, oh, okay, so I appreciate him much more because of that. Interesting, <laughs> just because <laughs> of Prince. Disney, <laughs> dude. Well, what, I mean, like when we grew up, dude, fucking Purple Rain was a literal movie on the dude's an album movie. Right, right. It was like it's almost like unheard of. There's a few of them out there, you know what I mean? There's different shit that's been done. I mean, well, fucking The Wall is technically an album movie. Yeah, yeah, you got that. The Who has album movies? It it, it wasn't like fucking Purple Rain was so mainstream. It was like, it's like in the theaters, you know what I mean? Like it just, I don't know, maybe it was because that's when I grew up. But like Prince is like, what did I hear? The There was a, Kevin Smith tells a story about, Doing a doing some collab with Prince, and basically it comes down to he brought him to Paisley Park. He was like sitting in this meeting area for like four days in a row, and he never ended up meeting Prince the whole time. Huh. He flew him to his house. He was gonna do this like you know movie with him or a documentary of some sort, and yeah. like he basically never nothing. And he says to the lady, he's like, "Was it like something I did or whatever?" And she's like, "Look, I've been working with Prince, you know, since a, he's a rock star." She goes, <laughs> "Just what Prince happens? Is, Prince has been living in Prince Land." Since 1982, basically. So sometimes he calls us in the middle of the night and he's like, hey, I need a camel. <laughs> right. And we have to get him a camel. Like <laughs> every single thing he has, like, has been at his fingertips this for decades. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're like, he's, she's like, I'd love to tell you, like, but she goes, I did, I just don't know how to. So he goes, he was totally That's cool. like that got Chappelle back show bit. <laughs> it, yeah. This bores me. Who wants pancakes? Yeah. <laughs> I, so. The the reason that I say that is you're talking about a dude who basically, you know, like played every instrument. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, the symphony was probably in this dude's head. And that's almost like lost on the level of like cult of personality the guy had. Would you say that he ran with it more like Jimi Hendrix, though? I very, do. He was very yeah. Jimmy-ish. Right. He had a flair to him that was very Hendrix. I feel like... Because that a, motherfucker could, to literally could play guitar like like he was on the Jimi Hendrix but level. Like of, you were saying, though, that dude was that dude. He wasn't putting on a fucking act by any means. No. That's just the way that dude was. Yes. Well, His personality a, was that big. He's a David Cho of music. Right, right, right. His mind is just different. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like living on a different planet, like He took basically. what he had and expanded on it how he wanted to. Oh, there was. As opposed to. Everything was oh, fucking gonna, purple, bro. Period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything was purple. Shirts versus blouses. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- the crazy thing, like, like 
almost <laughs> lost on it all is that that like the level of musicality like that guy do did you ever hear the story about him at the that maybe it was like a music hall of fame induction or rock and roll hall of fame when it was know. like dude it was like clapton and fucking uh tom petty and um there was like the so who, many blah, the who's blah, who yeah. of guitars yeah. Are standing on stage and Prince starts playing and all of them were basically like, "Well, fucking goddamn, man!" Like literally, <laughs> they just all stopped, stepped back off into the shadows, just like, "Oh," and Clapton was just like, "I wish I could do that." <laughs> right? Like literally, yeah, they, there was yeah. like all these. I forget what all the fucking things the people said, but you were looking at like the people that you think that's one of the best guitar players, and they're like looking at Prince like. God damn, he's one of the best guitar players. <laughs> like, and he dresses like that. <laughs> yeah, and he's in heels and fucking like right. fucking his guitar and licking it while he's doing this. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. what a fucking like like we said, he, like a Chuck Berry man, just a wild man. Yeah, you know what I mean, like takes a special person. Well, it, it all almost makes me start thinking about like who's the next one. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it could be somebody just listening to this fucking podcast right now, a struggling ass musician. True. Very That's true. Just almost just on the streets, like just dedicating every That's, ounce of doesn't themselves. it come down to undeniability? Like it's like you're so yeah. undeniable that everybody in the world has to watch you, right? Like, and just goes, well, goddamn, you know what I mean? Like that's that's it, yeah. it is when you any of these people that we've mentioned, if you play their fucking piece de resistance, yeah, yeah, every single person, pretty much, regardless of you know. Color, race, creed, fucking the way you grew up, you pretty much just go, oh, God damn, that guy did it, huh? That's it. Or guy or girl. It but doesn't yes, matter. You know? And that's the thing is that undeniability is the reason that, you know, like we say that, that you influenced, uh, you know, like the world, yeah. basically. Well, that's, that's my thoughts, man. I mean, like, you never know where they're going to pop out of. I just hope that. You know, it doesn't get too drowned out by all the other background noise. I like. I think. Like I think you said. Though. Or people just enjoy that background noise more than actual true musicianship and true creativity and true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There's always going to be the the certain people that appreciate that aspect of oh, dude, the music there's, process and what's being. There's created, always a but, color for everybody, dude. But I just. You know what I mean? As far as like, I, I feel like. It's like you freaks that listen to us. It seems like Same thing. at this point you There's play something for everybody out there. But and that's that's the thing though. Like I'm finding like there's barely even a mainstream anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah, there is. To an extent. I mean, I mean it's it's Yeah, there is. It's not I don't know how <laughs> you're genuine talking, it is. You're talking like Billie Eilish very, and like but here's the, the thing the, that's the way it's always but it's been. It's got to be different. That's but it's the stuff be that's the same. Here's the deal. Weird. You have to appreciate what it what it is. That's just like okay, Madonna's on my list. Yeah, that's and I have to too. put her there because, dude, I mean, how especially for women, dude. Well, here's the thing: she was put out there just like Billie Eilish, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, is it because I I don't know I don't know what it's because, but her. As her her prod her what she did as a person was undeniable, but it was definitely 
like in a point in time, like you said, where it came down a pipeline and it was got, it got there somehow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to say, like, you know, unless you really know how it, but as once Madonna was in the limelight, she's an undeniable. Yeah. For me. Like I guess, for sure. like you said, that's when we grew up, but she definitely shaped, you know, culture and that just like fucking Marilyn Monroe did before her, just like, you know, like if you go back and you could go farther and farther, ch- like Charlie Chaplin, you know what I mean? Yeah. We think of, you know, him basically being the first of his kind, you know, as I don't know about the first of his kind, but like he's the one that sticks out, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, man, there's, and that's the thing, dude, my list is fucking ginormous, and I could go all... all. I have to put Madonna on there just because, I mean, I if, if you know me, like, like I said, man, shitty pop music. It's been my, one of, it's been my favorite thing since I was a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one I gotta throw out there, Kraftwerk. I don't know if you're familiar with Kraftwerk. Nope. Um, old German group. Okay. They basically revolutionized electronic music. See, this is what I everything, said. You're but, always going to have... I mean, but this stems into hip-hop and no, everything, dude. This is what I said, whereas my stuff is very, like, popularity-based almost, right, if I okay. should say. Gotcha. Because, like, pop, as far as, like, the people that... The, the ones that I've said, aside from maybe the Gershwin brothers and... Like you've everybody's heard of Mozart, everybody's heard of Bob Marley, everybody's heard of yeah. Floyd. You know, like there's I don't have anything that's like obscure where they're responsible for fucking sampling. That's yeah, yeah your yeah. realm shit. So go um, on with your bad self because I wanted to well, give no, this dude some props. Craftwork, uh, like anytime you hear a vocoder, that yeah. basically stemmed from Craftwork's okay. work and basically their arrangements and C or K. K with a K, yeah. Um, M and E instead of an O. You've probably even heard some. Of this I'm sure stuff. I have. Uh, but man, it, what? It's hard to even explain what what I'm they've actually electronic done. Technoy or yeah, it's it's to an extent. It, they were basically the creators of electronic music for the most part. Mm. I mean, like electronic music in all senses. Like you know they were the first ones to use drum machines and synthesizers as they came out. And As link them available. all together and use, you know, vocoders and reverbs yeah. and delay. I mean, that reverbs and delays were being used in studios, sure, but not by like just musicians generally at right. that time. You know, you know, they formed in 1970. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy. Well, so maybe, yeah. That do you know what's what's really wild is as you were saying this. It's like we all we almost don't know. Who is directly responsible for so many things? Like we know, like when we we like try to come up with the people that we're known for. But like when it comes to like rap, there's very you know kind of agreed upon. You know, we were at this party in the Bronx on this date. Like I've heard the stories told of like this dude had you know a deck that he was playing beats on for sure that it. People are like, I think that's the first time that like words were added into the mix, yeah. mostly. And like, I've I've heard like these origin stories, but what's wild is they that that having happened, you know, like 
and kind of like formed into a ball right there that started to roll, it, it, it definitely wasn't like the very first there was somebody in their room that did this probably decided yeah. to do that there do you know what i mean like it's right. it, it starts out as this just this little drip it's just a thought just, yeah and however that well, thought you know you know like we always spider say, webs out into the into the world everything is a different other story. than the natural world it comes from imagination yeah absolutely yeah th- wildly enough this is a prime example of that is every bit of the content that we're talking right now squirted out of somebody's brain from between <laughs> their ears that became Moist. an anthem <laughs> an anthem a song that we you hum as you're in your head as you're walking around all that shit came from somebody's right in between their ears yeah dude i you know? i mean i don't know how much further and deeply i can get into my list here with time restraints <laughs> and shit but yeah, we could talk about this forever. That's that's yeah, the, the, yeah. the subject, you know. I I feel like I've made all my. I was going to ask, do you have any influentials? It, it's almost too broad of a topic. It's very like broad. You, you because... almost need to break it down by era and by genre. Mm, true. And I mean, I, mean, I can go factors. through a, a quick fire of what I was going to ask. What, you, what bullet points? What bullet points have you not hit that we we haven't touched on? I'll I'll just quick fire them. All right. Like it. If you want to comment on them, you can. Yep. Whatever. The Stooges. I like Thumbs them. up. Okay. That, they probably belong on there. The Doors. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're, pink, they're, they're in the Pink Floyd um, like category for me. Very bluesy, very jazzy. Right. Very. But I love Pink Floyd and I hate The Doors. Oh, okay. So Whoa. I, I agree with you. Interesting. I agree with you when it comes to a, a standpoint of what we're talking about. Yeah. You're right, but I, I just that's like I don't like the Beatles, and that's probably people's number one for sure. Well, so, the Beatles are on here too. Yeah, you um, have to. Daft Punk, Dig for em. sure. Uh, Neil Young, definitely. He's a guy. But but you know what? Do you put Neil Young by himself, or do you put where Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Where all them? He, he kind of came out of. Uh, I, I'm saying more just on as an artist. Okay, yeah. Period. Yep. Like a, across his career. Yeah. Because I mean, how, dude? How many people like he fine tuned where he ended up? Yeah. From everything. But I'm saying, you like, know. how many people like base their careers off of Neil Young? They're, they like started singing because of you know hearing that. Yeah. That'd be a lot. He had to influence a ton. Um, like if you could play some chords and put some words together. <laughs> yeah, then you were definitely influenced yeah, yeah, by him. Influence. <laughs> uh, Nirvana, Love I know, him. because literally they were the ones that took us out of that fucking eighties. You're right, hair a hundred thing. Here's the deal, and then it split off into who the fuck knows what. Music now. makes me more aware of the fact of how much of a contrarian I am, because like most of the big ones are not on and I'm not saying not on my list of influential because if I were to give you bullet points Beatles you know Nirvana right, right. they you have to put them in there they you can't not mention them we can't sit here and talk about the Rolling Stones and not mention the Beatles right right are they the same thing no but you can't just as persuasive so 
But the big ones, Nirvana, if we're talking that era where you've got Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. And look what all stemmed out of Stone Temple Pilots. Because those were the big. The Fab Five you go with, yeah. The the changing from um, the 80s to what we think of as like the 90s. Nirvana is probably in the five slot on my list of those if I had to rank them ahead of them. Eh, Nirvana and Soundgarden were probably like four and five interchangeably. And then the rest of them were like, you know, I probably would just toss a, well, Alice in Chains might be out front one day. Eh, more days than most, but. I like Alice in Chains. If, but that's, that's the thing is like when you think about that, you also have to, for me, I almost say they I didn't put them on my most influential but people don't realize that Jane's Addiction Yeah yeah that's that's that, actually that's another one Jane's Addiction too. Jane's Addiction is punky but they come out of they made those two albums almost basically in hair metal territory Yeah yeah like what, I think what I was think his name? Uh, Perry Perry, Perry Farrell, Farrell? Yeah. Um I think that one, the first one came out in 88 I think so if you think about where we, That's wild, yeah. where I put their music is like mid nineties, I put them with like the Chili Peppers. Yeah, and yeah. That's where you think of them as being, but they were five years previous to that playing this shit. That's like, what the fuck, man? And it's I, I was trying to kind of capture like the ones that like skyrocketed, yeah, change, the heavy hitters, yeah. You know that that were like the gate holders that like let everybody through the the floodgates of yeah. wanting change you I know in music i, I like giving you, it direction well, and we i you know i guess you would have to say the chili peppers were a part of that for sure change yeah, over yeah. from as well but dude when they you, started as one completely funky yeah they were like super a, totally that was a regional thing too though that's that southern california type of flair yeah that came well, that's always it. different than you know your you know Washington depressed uh, grunge right. scene, you know what I'm saying? Right. But the crazy thing is, is when I, like, the reason that I bring them up is that that music, if you play somebody a couple of those songs and go, when was that made? And you could play it right now. And if they didn't, never heard of them ever, like, I don't know, man, that's pretty recent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, no, that's in the, the 80s, numbers? dude. That's in the 80s. Yeah, I'm an yeah. elementary school kid, damn near. There's like 90s bands that sound like they're from the 80s. No, that, <laughs> and vice versa, you well, know what dude, Fucking Greta Van Fleet sounds like, like they're from the fucking yeah. 70s. Yep. Some would say they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. All right, so I got Michael Jackson on here. For sure. Bob fucking Dylan, dude. Dylan. Just, I know. Like here's me being a contrarian. Every but still. aspect of folk music was definitely changed from him. Okay, I, and rock music und- too. Like I said, undeniability. But yeah, man, a little bit of country, mm-hmm. a little bit of folk. Well, a lot of folk, but you know, yeah, um, yeah. So he's he's a undeniable. Um, another one that's super underground. And you'll probably get appreciation out of this one. Frank Zappa. For sure. <laughs> For that's, sure. That's that odd voice that I was talking about. That yeah. Also odd, odd characteristics. Yes. Could you say that? You know what I'm saying? Probably like, the influence he was, of Weird Al. He was that Billy Holiday. To an extent. 
Oh, I, I, no. I bet Weird Al probably based some weirdness off fucking you know what, though? Frank Zappa. Weird Al and Frank probably got started around the same time. Yeah. Weird Al could have been doing it emulating him. <laughs> um, but like when you when you say Zappa, like it's, you know, you think of, I think of Zappa, I think. Um, I think of Catholic Like girls. you start, you start uh, connecting like dots. It's like saying. Zappa, Primus. Um, oh, okay. You know, like you go down that road. There, you can of, connect the dots on yeah. a lot of like shit. Outlanders. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, like almost Mr. Bungle. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, like it's, which, you know, which is, you can even go like Buckethead. Do you know what I mean? For like, sure. For sure. Like, if you want to get it really obscure. but Very that is outlandish. Yeah. Sure. But what's crazy is that dude has influenced a lot of people. Oh yeah, for a long time, because he's a virtuoso level. Dude. Absolutely, do you know what I mean? Yep. And, and you know, when you bring up Buckethead, there's a lot of people who have no idea what we're talking about. But well, that's one of those really other. Want to enjoy yourself guitarists. for a little bit. Watch <laughs> some Buckethead videos. On it's YouTube. interesting, dude. dude when you... Homeboy in a Kabuki so... mask with a fucking Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket on his head, so just Buckethead shredding a guitar. I heard recently dropped like. 20 albums per year type thing. Like, yeah, I heard he was goes, producing a lot yeah, of shit. Yeah. Prolific. That's I don't think sure. it's that much, but I know he's going insane. That's what fucking Zappa did, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, look up, look it's up. the same thing as Century Overload, because it's like, how do you listen to all of those songs? Look up uh, how many uh, albums, Bucket or not Buckethead, Zappa. Uh, Zappa put out. Yeah, And then do the same for Dylan, because you're, that's I, pretty wild, too. You know what? <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. You, uh, have to, you have to throw him in there. Ooh, okay. Another one that changed a lot of just everything was Bowie. Bowie. David yeah. Bowie, man. You got to throw Bowie in Dude, there. Dude, there's too many to count. <laughs> <laughs> there is too many to count, that's for sure. Just see if somebody lists it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Elvis? I mean. Yeah. The C- Dude. Okay, so. 51. The reason that when you're talking about. 51 albums? Zappa? That's just what's showing right here. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. The reason, like, so. <laughs> So, first of all, this is sacrilegious for me to even be talking about this. But, like, we brought up, you know, Chuck Berry. Yeah. And then that, like, everybody, you know, Elvis was just, you know, the white version of that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not, obviously. It was a different time. No, 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 no. The thing is, is, like. We did talk about Chuck Berry before we talked about Elvis. Yeah, Elvis did black music for white people. And Chuck Berry was the person that him. Well, and this was afterwards, but James Brown was another one that got white people listening to black. Dude, the fact that we didn't bring music. Up James Brown right. Until he's right he's now. right here, dude. Okay. He's right here. <laughs> yeah, that's a. <laughs> he was literally my next one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is in no fucking order. No. This is just no, no, no. Random. Totally random. Um. So yeah, James Brown. Yep. He literally got white people listening to black music. Sure. You know, there was other That's artists. The undeniability that crosses, like we said, race, yeah, religion, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. There's there's people that every single person, like we said, that undeniability factor where it's just like that, you know, like I said, you pick anybody from anywhere yeah. and you play them something from any of the people that we've spoken about. Breaks down fences. Yeah. It's, you know. Yep. So yeah, uh, Holland Wolf talked about that. Ella Fitzgerald, you hit on that one. 
um, the Ramones. The Ramones. Simple yep. but sweet. Yeah, man. Uh, Pre-Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. Nirvana won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then there was Nirvana 2. Uh, Nirvana 2? Well. Paul Simon. Or 2 is like T-O-O. No. Yeah. Could be I don't know how familiar you are with Paul Simon. Obviously, Dude? Simon Garfunkel. Undeniable, though. But, like... As soon as he started getting into world music. That's exactly it, dude. Yeah. Like, he, he did that Graceland album like, yeah. and went to Africa. Every album he chose something different, basically. Yeah, and basically he got local musicians, local instruments, and then mixed his music style in with the local, yeah. which I thought, as soon as I seen that, I was like, dude, that's fucking next-level baller shit right there. Yeah, it's cool. And I've always been intrigued by like world music, by you know regional music, and different, you know, yeah. dude, you're talking to a guy who has spent hours watching Katajak. I don't even know what that is. Tuvan throat singing. Oh, okay, there we go. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about? Know what no, that means, man. fucking oh, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> where they fucking can make like three different tones at the same time. Yeah, where there's like a whistle going on, or, or I can't do that. Um, you could like really they do tried. it in to each other in front of each other like with their hands like this. <laughs> and then I can't. I used to be able to do it to where like I could do like Play that and then like rumble my throat to yep. where it like produces like, do, like, an a, overtone like a yeah like that and then the. Uh, thing yeah. on top yeah but. yeah you're doing what i'm talking about okay basically. i didn't know what it was throat, called it's called throat <laughs> throat singing but well you called it uh, well crotch rocket crotch rocket is a is a specialized form that's like done by a certain you know certain people you know what i mean it's a regional yeah. thing so like you know that throat singing is done across the world but crotch is a very specific version of it and I've, hmm. my dumb ass has sat, like, <laughs> so if you want to talk about, you know, like getting, you know, like enjoyment out of world music. Oh yeah. Dude, some people would be like, that's not even music. Do you know what I mean? Like some people would hear it and be like, that's, but for me, like I literally have sat around being like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. Like, you know what I'm I mean? I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Get 10 minutes of enjoyment out of watching some Kadajak. All right, literally, we got to blast through these. Uh, Skinner. Run DMC. Yep. Way up there. Queen. Yeah. Dude, that, like. It's powerful. Yeah. Just that style and, like, what they put in. I mean, it's it was pretty much Freddie Mercury. It was a but. different twist. It was a very. A lot of these things are such an individual thing that that's why they stuck out. Right. Do you but, know what I mean? But they went on to influence so many other Countless you know what i'm saying that that's the reason a lot of these are on here yeah. you know um george clinton dude yes <laughs> a million percent the yes. parliament come on man yep like yeah yep i know we're rapid firing these if you've not heard of them look the shit up it's it's good shit uh miles davis oh, i talked a little yeah. bit on him davis you know, coltrane cool. you go, go dude, and cannonball uh, adderley mccoy tyner McCoy, yeah, dude, I got uh, one or two songs on my iPod. Theolonious Monk. Thelonious. Uh, I also got Louis Armstrong on here for jazz stuff. Uh, dude, Charlie Parker. Charlie Parker. Dude, he he was like the the king of the beatnik fucking movement and all this shit. Right. Like all the you know 
that whole era of like Jack Kerouac and fucking uh, who was the goddamn? I'm trying to think of the fucking. Uh, oh, I'm the, uh, the whole beat generation, basically. Yeah, but I'm thinking of uh, the one poet guy. Uh, anyways, Bukowski. No, 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 no. Uh, Jack Kerouac and who who he ran with? You mean? Yeah, he was in the whole beatnik scene and all that shit. Gotcha. Um, God, yeah, it's gonna drive me nuts. I get this too often. Short term memory loss, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's um, I'm getting bad with it because I'm just like trying to like. Rewind to when I was like reading on the road as you're talking about, yeah, this, yeah, and like drawing a blank. Yep, yep, but go ahead. Um, so yeah, uh, Hank Williams, mm-hmm. we said Billy Holiday, uh, Gordon Lightfoot, sure, dude. Like, there were stories about like Jimmy Buffett back in the day. He's like, dude, he's like, all I fucking wanted to do as like. Being in a band, I just wanted to emulate Gordon Lightfoot. Like, that's all I was going after. You got to put Jimmy, Jimmy in there, dude. Yeah. He's inspired an entire lifestyle. And that's Jimmy Buffett was next on there yeah. because of that. Yeah. One came from another. Yeah. You know? All right. Yeah. Him emulating or trying to emulate Gordon Lightfoot led to, you know, yeah, dude. Island time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Be a parrot head. Uh, for, for rap, NWA. Yep. You know, um, and also Jay Z. <laughs> Too short. I'm talking Tupac. I'm not talking Jay Z. Come on. Too short. It's a joke, dude. I'm saying too short. I would put him in there. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I don't know. For sure. Influent. I, I guess. I don't know. He's dude. He's yeah. I mean. Early, I mean, I love me so goddamn too short. Early but. '80s. Yeah, he was pretty early to the game on it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm saying NWA just. No, I know. You're talking about the influential, huge that, ones that everybody... That grandfathered in the birth of, like, great, great... establishment No, producing. Yes. You Music are production. A million percent correct. Dr. Dre did a fucking knockout job on that shit, dude. Yes. So I got to give him that. You are... Yeah. Um, that's... And almost more importantly, that's part of the reason that that blew up like it did was because of that quality of that yeah. that aspect of the the music there's yep. a reason you know what i mean there's a reason that all of a sudden you know thing everything got way better does that make sense yeah like a lot of stuff got way better as far as well you like you had you had wise your your thing set in stone that you had to at least match or if not beat Right. When you produced the album mm-hmm. at that point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you fell under that that threshold or that, that mark, garbage. Well. Damn near. You know what I'm saying? Garbage, but yes, I but know what you're I, saying. You had, that was the gold standard. Exactly. At the time. Exactly. So, dude, okay. I've got a fuck ton of these. I'm just going to blast them out. Just say, hey. Yep. <laughs> so, I'll give thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, I won't even repeat the ones that you guys have said. Um, Dave Brubeck. Middle, don't know. Rach, oh, uh, time in. Uh, uh, old jazz, jazz guy. Okay. Um, Ray Charles. Yeah. Outcast. Yep. For rap. Yep. And well, that, I mean, they kind of did more than rap. R&B. Still, yes. And kind of like I, I agree with you. A lot of stuff, but you're right. Um, let's see here. 
Janice Joplin was one that changed it. She mm-hmm. had a fucking especially for the ladies. Billie Holiday style voice that was not standard. Yeah. Like she went and did her own fucking thing on the shit, you know. Her voice had balls. Uh Marvin Gaye. Yep. Johnny Cash. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Teddy Pendergrass. Yep. <laughs> Al Green's in there. Uh Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Um, Brian Eno, he's a ambient guy. That's big. You familiar? Dude. That's big. See, the the you you going through these names, all big names and stuff, and all influential, but they're they're not like how I consider like when we say Robert Johnson and Muddy Waters or Madonna or Prince or because, but Brian Eno is like you saying those two dudes who did the sampling. Mm-hmm. That's Brian Eno. You're right. Yeah. That that is a influential fork in the road yep. kind of person right there. Yeah. So I would say yeah, him. All the other ones are great in their genres that you were mentioning, but they were just you know a guy that not not just calling any of them just a guy or a girl, but just they at the time were one of many artists that were killing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, yep. you know, you bring up, you know, a certain, like, if you just want to use Jimmy Buffett because you just brought him up. Yeah. That's yeah. a dude who literally, like, there is a cult of Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> dude, it's wild. Do you know dude. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so while there is, you know, plenty of great artists out there, there's not uh, that many artists that just inspire that type of, uh, like, a ripple in, you know... Yeah, and it was ripple in the in the ether, and it's it was a weird. I don't know the the way he evolved was weird, but um, I I I love it, and I I feel like he influenced a giant portion of a generation for undergroundy kind of stuff. You know, yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah, yeah. the only other two I I wanted to hit on were they're they're actually producers, uh. Rick Rubin. Yeah. Like absolutely. He probably made albums that would have been mediocre great into influential into, albums. Into just next fucking level. Yeah. And uh Quincy Jones, another one. Oh, yeah. Quincy. So that's all I yeah. got. Actually, I got a couple more on there. Quincy um good in his own right. As an as an artist, musician, yeah, yeah, man. As far as like you're saying in the production, yeah, big time. It, yeah, the the and the fucking amount of work that they've piled in on their careers. Yeah. Like I think the dude's got like fucking fifty Grammys yeah. or seventy Grammys it's or something crazy. fucking, and that's just the shit he got fucking notoriety for. Like not everything he's ever put out. Yeah. So just. His whole catalog of shit is just fucking pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> many many hours of fucking yeah studio time. So For sure, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I got, man. You got you anything else? I do. I want to add a couple to the end of it when it comes yeah. to influential, because these ones kind of are the unsung heroes that we don't think about when it comes to who's influential, but. They are undeniably a part of the musical landscape that we, you you can't think of anything without, and that's like the Wrecking Crew, 
and the Swampers and stuff like that. Swampers? So in Muscle Shoals, they got the Swampers. Oh, I'm not familiar. Really? No. Go watch no. watch the documentary called Muscle Shoals. Well, I know, I know Muscle a, Shoals. Basically, there's a, there's a recording studio, Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and their house band was called the Swampers. Interesting. Okay. And these motherfuckers played on every goddamn thing you can ever possibly imagine to a point where it's like the Stones came down there, like Aretha Franklin, okay. like everybody. Dude, there was people coming down from New York like, hey, we want to play with these black boys that you got down here. Was and that they, like... They're... And there are four white nerdy dudes showing up with the Poindexter suits. So they were the actual house band, though. They, okay, I was thinking this was like a were, club, like were... Gillies or something, like a local legend no, man. place or something. This, okay. These were Interesting. his musicians That's that dope. played the music on... Dude, look. Do me a favor and look up the songs that the Swampers played on. It's it will blow your fucking mind. Hmm. They literally. Okay, and when I say the Wrecking Crew, the Wrecking Crew was the, basically the same thing, I believe, for maybe Capitol Records or something like that. And L.A. based, um, you know, it's like a core group of you know, you know, five to ten. Probably five or six or seven. This lady that played bass, studio musician. Yeah, yeah. but th- but they are undeniably a part of the landscape. There's a there's a Wrecking Crew documentary as well that you would probably okay just love to hear because it's like the lady who plays bass. I believe her name's Carol King. Oh yeah, first yeah, of all, yeah, yeah. she's a motherfucker. She yeah she kills it. But she like they sit down and they show like they're like they came to me with this song and it's was played like this and she'll play it on the bass and she's like but then i said we should do it like this yeah. and it's like oh that's the fucking baseline that you've heard on everything your entire life dude you know and that's that's the wild part you don't realize what a studio musician can add yeah to your but, song but these studio musicians especially particularly when you talk about them um, because they played with every single popular artist and, and everything. Yeah. Like it's not like it would be basically now like a producer who, you know, does tracks for people. These four or five people in these particular cases, they were the tracks for every single popular musician of the mm-hmm. day. And they like their you know, there's a little of their musical personality that comes out on all these, you know, blockbuster songs that are just you know part of the fabric of you know there's probably hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs that you know yeah that's been done on through through them and through you know like things that we wouldn't even realize yeah yeah i'll I'll have to check them documentaries yeah you'll love both of them if anybody anybody else out there listening and love some you know some musical type of you know stuff yeah, it's very historical type of musical stuff, you know. Yeah, there's uh, out. another one on the blues thing, uh, Stax Records, the documentary, dude, yeah. really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, all right, we're uh, we're getting a little long little, in the tooth, wild on time here, yeah, so yeah. we good. don't want to wear you guys out. And then, uh, but you guys know how much we love talking about music. We'll never get yes. sick of that. So yes, and like we said. If you guys got suggestions for uh, song versus song, hit us up on 510 Get Deep. Even artist versus artist um, or anything, anything you got to add to show notes from today, yeah, whatever. We'd like to do um, more, uh, like almost an offshoot musical based type of 
you know, like a, almost a series. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Something like that. So uh, we're definitely going to get more into that. Um, we'll still we'll still get deep and you know go that route for uh, the main thing, but that musical side is going to come out a little bit more, I think. So yeah, well, it's hard. This is it's hard good, to not talk this about. This is a good precursor <laughs> to get there. So well, cool. All right, guys, definitely. James, good seeing you again, buddy. Yeah, thank you for pleasure. thank you for stopping in and Thanks the for the pirate chef as always in the house. Let's get out of here, dude. Peace and love. Later. Toodle. That's it. Another episode in the books. Want to give a quick shout out, of course, to my fucking crew because they're the shit. Without them, I would not be able to do any of this. And next, I would definitely like to thank you guys for listening. There's no reason for us to do this shit otherwise. So that being said, be fucking nice to people. Don't be an asshole. Quit littering. Try and do some fucking good. Don't be a dick. Anyways, subscribe, do all that stuff. Yeah, have fun, guys. Till next time.